Hi, this is Michelle for Dobbs. If you're like me and always search for deals for your car, then check out GoToDobbs.com before you spend a dollar anywhere else. You'll find amazing deals on new tires and expert auto service. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver tire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. NinjaBling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to NinjaBling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. Show podcast powered by Dobbs. Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers are hiring now with 42 stores. Apply at go to Dobbs.com today. All right, let's hit it. Listen to discretion is advised. Good morning, everybody. Scott makes note. It's Wednesday. All right. W. Yeah. It's Wednesday. That was a lot. That was a lot better, by the way. Your hand throw. Oh, thanks, man. Because he kind of. I'm trying to paint the visual. You almost do a quarterback. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. arm goes back and then wind up. a really lousy pass. Like a wind up <laughs> and then, of course, connect for a touchdown every day. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure the camera actually gets that because you do it right as you hit the mics. The cameras yeah, yeah, yeah. come on, so they may. It's magical. You guys are missing out. <laughs> uh, rolling just the three, uh, three of us today. Just the three just of the us. three of us. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to hang out. It's fun. Aww, it's cool. Man. It's one of those. Uh, what day is it? It's one of those Wednesdays. Yeah. It, you know, it feels like that too. It was rough getting up this morning. You know, I, I think it's the, we had the 70 degree days or almost 70 degree days and then like three or four real cold, rainy, cloudy days. And it just kind of, yeah. as the St. Louis and the guy get your hopes up, it kind of yeah. drags you down a little bit. The reason I think today was hard to, to get up was because uh, it was early when I had to get up. Mm. <laughs> I, uh, I'm sometimes reminded of having to be an adult. Like today's one of those. Oh man, I forget. I have to be an adult and do adult things. I gotta go see the tax guy. Oh Ooh, yeah, you're yeah. already getting that taken care of. Nice. Yeah, well, yeah. Well, isn't there a due date? Well, yeah, April fifteenth. Yeah, yeah, but isn't there a due date? Isn't March fifteenth a due date for something else? Oh, I have no idea. Oh, I thought it was. I thought. I is thought, it? Ah, uh, I want to say March fifteenth is is a due date for for something. Maybe maybe it's like a CBA, CPA 
get ahead of the game, do certain types of business. I I don't know. I don't know. If you're a CPA, you know it's go time. Yeah, I can't like wait. It to... is go time. This Have is they... this is playoff season. Oh yeah, yeah. This is uh, you know CPAs telling their husbands and wives like, hey, you ain't gonna see me for like a month and a half, so <laughs> find something else to do. But that new because the entertainment coordinator is not gonna be here. <laughs> the couple of guys that I know that do that, uh, guys and gals. Every time I talk to him around around this time, I almost feel bad, and I'm always I'm always asking, "Hey, man, you know how you doing? I'm sure things are wild." Thinking, assuming that busy means rough, and I probably I'd say the vast nine out of ten of them are like busy, but this is great. This like, is this why day, I get I'm the game. living for this. This is why I get yeah. into the game. That's why they get another lake house by the end of the spring. This is why I'm in the game. Yeah, they for enjoy times it. like this. They enjoy it. I th- I think. The, I mean, the majority of them that I talk to. Got a couple of buddies. Yeah, listen, today. we have, uh, you know, we have jobs where we goof around and act like little kids, you know, telling fart jokes and, you know, busting each other's chops. But then you get the, oh, crap, there are responsibilities. I'm a man of my 40s. Although if you, you know, Google image search me, you'll find me in a Speedo throwing out a first pitch at a minor league game. <laughs> or jumping off a high dive in a, in a, in a Speedo. But Same Speedo, in fact. Same Speedo, in fact. But, uh, and every year I try to, I try to... I try to tell myself, man, this is the year I'm going to be really organized. I'm going to save every receipt. I'm going to categorize things. I'm really going to be on it this year. And then we get to around this time and go, crap, I didn't do any of that. And yeah. I'm looking stuff up. I'm trying to find things. I got like crumpled up like receipts <laughs> in back of drawers. Yeah, me too. And they got to get better, better paper or better receipts because I've, I'm only holding these things for a year or two, you know, max, whatever it is. How? And I'm not rubbing them around. They're not in my pockets anymore. How is it the ink is is gone? I don't know. I have a lot of receipt shaped papers. Yeah, is what I'm saying. Where, I'm the, not, where things have rubbed off. I'm not sure what it used to say. Yeah, I think this was a. I think this was an expense I could give to the tax guy. I'm not sure. We'll let him do it. Yeah, I saved it for a reason, so I'll send in this blank piece of paper. Well, every year I usually have like a, a big folder and I, I go into the tax guy Jim's office and I go, there you go. <laughs> Figure that out. It is pretty nice. It's fine. It's fine. We got to do it. I don't mind it, actually. I think I, uh, I'm i on my way to liking it. I'm oh, on, I, really? I, yeah, I kind I kind of am. Uh, now, m- remember, mine's obnoxious. So the band stuff, especially if there's any overseas yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah. if I play overseas, that all has to get extended, and it takes forever, and yeah, then yeah. i got to get this in, and then I don't hear about it until September, and then now it's a rush. we got to get it in before yeah. October. Do you remember uh, back in the day when you were traveling nonstop and working in every state and all these countries, and you get the tax receipt at the end of the year, and it looked like a oh, phone yeah. book from a major city? It was well, a that's book. why you got to get absurd. a good tax guy. Was it, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was a book. But, I mean, you think you had about to it. pay taxes in every state. Every state you play. <laughs> every state. That was so every brutal. We Got to get a guy that understands. Every state, every country. It was. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was excessive. And of course, the nightmare is getting that letter from the IRS going, "Hey, we'd like to look a little more into this." Yeah. Didn't they hire what? Three thousand more agents. No, eighty-eight thousand. Eighty-eight thousand. Okay. Yeah. Which 88, is good. Eighty-eight thousand more agents. That's what we need to make sure. Make sure you're paying your yeah. fair share there, Scott. You don't want to have anyone not pay that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Our country will. Oops. Have you ever gotten that, that hey, you're being audited uh, notice? Yes, but I not, have. not for anything that I did wrong. Uh, some, um, yeah, I had my identity stolen. 
So I didn't know. You don't. You typically don't know you have your identity still on until somebody tells you. Mm-hmm. It was the IRS that said you already had a tax refund. I said, well, you know, what the heck are you talking about? And they said, oh, back in January. I was like, no, 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 this isn't happening. So somebody, somebody did my taxes. Oh, and, nice. And uh, stole my identity. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Oh, you did my taxes. Thank you. Yeah. One of those scenarios where somebody got had. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it wasn't me, but uh, it involved. Everything. Yeah, and they had to try to untangle was, all that stuff. And oh, it's pain untangled, in the still happening. This pain is, in the ass. This is, this is funny. Ago. It says the uh, IRS. This is in 2022. IRS. They're opening uh, to new hires. For, uh, they need 700 new employees across the country. And then January 10th, 23, they're hiring 87,000 new ah. employees. So, yeah, that's not ah. necessarily right, a bad thing. There's a lot of spin on that. So, I, all I, right, I, nerds. I would do some we research before you get worried about it. Hey, you got a pocket protector? You're in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Congratulations. We're deputizing you. You're an agent. What is it, a T1? You need that? What, the calculator? Yeah. The T1 calculator? You know how to work one of these? <laughs> That's, you got that in a holster. What, do you, what are your experiences? What's your qualifications with these? What level of snake did you that's, get to? That's an IRS agent. Texas, Texas Instruments? Yeah. Yeah, instead of like a gun in the holster, you got a, you got a calculator. <laughs> no, it was like 10, 10 plus years ago. There was some kind of, and it wasn't a mistake with our taxes. It was uh, they wanted to look at something a little, little, a uh, little more in depth, and uh, you got a notice. This for in the any, mail. any any particular reason, or this is kind was of it a like random... an increase in pay or anything like that. No, it was uh, when my it? wife was a uh, uh, fashion catalog producer, and she was putting stuff on her credit card and being reimbursed by her company, and okay. And that the IRS wanted to look a little more into it. Okay. And you were on the up and up, so everything was fine. So they did their job. You everything did your job. was fine, but you get but nervous. You get that. It's you get, get that notice. It's getting pulled over, doing sixty-one and a sixty. It's not like they call you. It comes in the mail, so you get a certified envelope in the mail. And I'll never forget that day walking out to the to the mailbox, and I was already pissed off. Our air conditioner broke that day. <laughs> And there's this big, you know, this big envelope. I forget whether I had a sign for it or, or I think I think I may have had a sign for it if it was certified. Yeah. And it might as well have been in, you know, 25 font. You're being audited. 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 Yeah, it's repeated. Yikes, man. Yeah, 15 times on one, you know, when they give you a date, you have to go out, you know, down to the IRS office. I, I uh. hope everybody's doing what I'm doing and just picture I'm picturing you in like a hoodie. In your driveway, reading that because you couldn't make it inside. No, it was like August, or it was like I think it was August when I got the notice. And just going, <sighs> yep. you know, your your hands hitting your legs, the Heart paper skips. making the sound. You're, you're looking up with your eyes closed. Like even though you know you've done nothing wrong and everything's on the up and up, I'm not stealing yeah. money. I'm not. I don't have any offshore bank accounts. I don't have any illegal businesses. And if you've got one of those notices, you know you know what I'm talking about. Man. But you go, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what do we do? do? <laughs> and I think, my, you know, my wife was in the house. And the kids were really, really young. At that point, I think I went, what'd you do? Yeah. Man. And when it came to all the business stuff, my, my wife was, I mean, super, super organized. Super organized, so it wasn't it wasn't a problem. You just have to get all your papers together. Yeah, yeah. 
you got to go, uh, and I believe the, the IRS office we had to go to was uh, down in town and country. Yeah, same one. I went to the same one a hundred times. You got to make appointments, and then sometimes they don't keep the appointments. And then, oh, uh, oh, if I, if oh. I remember correctly, you know, they made an appointment for us. Yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I remember. I, I was doing. Uh, yeah, I had to take a had to take a day off of work for it. Jeez, you guys I, didn't call one did, of those. I think I did too. You didn't call one of those websites, you know, that always advertises. The IRS is no, coming for you. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. That's if you got if you owe back taxes. Yeah, that's probably oh. if you did something wrong and you need some help undoing the wrong. Okay. Righting the wrong. Yeah, we were we were just fully audited because, you know, somebody gave out all of our social and information to a scammer and they, they took our stuff and we had to prove that we were we. <laughs> well, when I you know, when I'm under a high pressure situation, I, you know, tend to try to cut the tension by me not shutting up. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's always a good sign. <laughs> that's not suspicious at all. So, ma'am, can you tell your husband to shut up? Well, He's basically, me basically, that's what happened. So, we go sit in this cubicle. We're, we're called back. You know, we sit in the office. Um, we got all our files, a couple, you know, big manila envelopes, you know, full of receipts and everything to prove everything that's in the tax return or the tax filing. And, you know, my foot's. Going up and down, you know, sweating, got pit stains. St- still knowing that nothing is, did nothing wrong. You just hear audited, bump, bump, bump. Yeah, yeah. All you know is what you've seen on TV and the movies. They're taking mm-hmm. the cars. They're taking the house. We're screwed. We're going to ding my credit forever. I'm never, we're never going to be able to crawl out of this. Yeah. They're going to carry out those boxes, and you'll see that one in the background that has the wobbly thing in it. They're going to start garnishing my wages. If if I if I remember right too, the office is so not what you think it's gonna be. It's just a bunch of cubicles. It was just cubicles. It felt almost like a phone center. Like I, I thought I thought it was gonna be more official or like something like No. Nope. It felt like they were there temporarily almost. Like you, I, I thought you'd go into an office. Yeah, I thought so too. Like but downtown in a high rise. No, but instead no, it's not. It, it you know what it looks like uh, in the movie Office Space. It it looks exactly like that building, almost like almost like a like a I mean, kind of like a doctor's office, but almost one that's like tucked away. It's only a couple floors, and you walk in, and it's just gray everywhere. Everybody's wearing gray. It's gray <laughs> cubicles, gray desks, gray carpet, and you're just like, oh, you know, where am, where am I supposed to go? And you're trying trying to talk quietly, like, hi, I'm uh, hi, I'm Scott Rizzuto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I'm supposed to be meeting Terry. So you get called into, and you, you speak to this, you know, your particular IRS representative. And uh, <laughs> I think I said to my wife in the car, uh, I got this. Let me do all the talking. <laughs> and uh, the guy told me, hey, you be quiet. Uh, I'm talking to her because this is all her stuff. So I said, okay. Dang. Oh, just in case there's something to nefarious going on they don't want some like story crossing or like uh, i don't know he says uh don't need to talk to you yeah. talking to her it's almost like a uh yeah i've been watching the wire a lot and they're in the interrogation room a lot and it wasn't an interrogation and it's, it was just, it's not but you feel like it is i and, was going and, into it like i was i was ready to defend my life yeah it's not they're, they're actually quite pleasant it was I, very pleasant if i remember right uh one, one or two of the people we dealt with was like Super nice and like helpful it was it felt bad because we we got robbed you know you know what I mean we got scammed and and not only did we get scammed and our identity was was stolen that's that's something that is I got to dig out of this hole for years years and years uh. and years 
And it is still a nightmare every once in a while. Something will happen. I'm like, no, that's from an identity theft and whatever year. Well, this guy told me, he goes, uh, or told us, that's not a big deal. Yeah, they, they help you. Oh, it was, it, the guy couldn't have been nicer. But that's in awesome. your head, you're on the wire. You know what I mean? You are in the interrogation room. One of your hand, hands is handcuffed to the desk. Yeah. Well, it's like going to the principal's office when you're in elementary. You think it's the end of the world. Oh, yeah. You're going to jail well, or something. And it was the two months from the time I received the letter and the time we went. It was two months of hell. In my head, I'd built this thing up to I'm going to jail. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, they set the appointment out that far? Yeah, I think, if I remember. This is okay. long ago. It could have been, you know, could have been a month and a half, could have been two months, could have been a couple weeks. I don't know. For me, it seemed like two months. Two months of me putting myself through hell. But it sounds like they need to uh, have someone come over and remodel the whole office building, make it nice, bright colors, fun things, have balloons everywhere, make need, it cool. I don't think it's about fun going no? there. No, I don't think they want you knowing where it is unless you got to oh. be there. I thought they well, not just knowing where, where it is. It's, it's they're not going there for fun. Yeah, this is this these is, are numbers, people. I need. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you know, they can wear no, fun colors. We're talking and, government numbers. Yeah, but again, this is one of those days that I'm, I'm reminded. Hey, I'm an adult, and I have responsibilities. Got to go see the tax guy, Jim, today. Jim's a great dude. Tell Jim I said hi. I will. You know, I mm-hmm. like saying hello to great dudes. Jim, I, I think I say this every year when I go. Jim always wears shorts. I guarantee you, <gasps> when I go. When I go to his office today, Jim will be in shorts. Wearing that's shorts. That's a first. Jim that's, shorts. That is, oh. not, <laughs> that is not what I anticipate. Jim shorts. No, he's got a very nice office, but he's always wearing shorts. Now, what what kind of shorts are we talking about? Are we, are we talking about like umbros? Daisy Dukes. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, he's made it. Yeah, cut off jeans, umbros, or are we talking about, uh, you know, uh, hi, I like to golf every time I, I kinda, get a chance I, to. Shorts. Uh, I kind of like the casual... <laughs> The yeah. Casual atmosphere. All right. Are we talking Kinda like set a, your mind at ease? Like a blue short, a khaki short. I'll have like a Tommy Bahama shirt on. Oh, okay. So like with salmon shorts. Yes. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Just in case he has to go to the boat real quick. I like that. He's got to fly down the lake, get to the boat. That's kind of. That's it sets kind my of, mind. It sets my mind at ease. Like it's hey, kind of a cool visual. Jim's a cool guy. Yeah. Jim takes care of me. What kind of a. What kind of footwear are we talking about? We're talking about those Sperry's or whatever yeah. those are? Uh, like a boat shoe? You know, I'll, I'll, I will I'm curious. make probably, note today. He switched to Hey Dudes, I bet. I will make note today, and I will uh, I'll report back tomorrow. So I'm seriously curious. I'll let you know. I'll let you know. Um, so we're packing, up for, uh, we're packing up for vacation. We're going away on Friday. Um, oh, I know. Oh, I know. What do you mean you know? Oh, nothing. I just, you know, got a lot of lot of preparation oh, yeah, while well, you're gone. Yeah. Mo- you know, Moon and King Scott will be holding down the fort while I'm gone. But, you know, I'm trying to pack up the family. Actually, my wife's trying to pack up the family. I'm trying to pack up myself. And the taxes. You know, there are a lot of, there are a lot of guys. Like my father-in-law, I don't think the man has ever packed a bag himself. Wow. Really? Living the life. Like my yeah. mother-in-law packs, packs him up. And I'm pretty sure my father was that way, too. Huh. Well, that sounds, how do you, how, how do, hmm. is that, is that by your choice or by her choice or? I know, I pack myself up. Well, in their cases, what, what, where do you? There was probably you, a couple of incidents, incidences where uh, they probably got to some place and he didn't have whatever. And okay. it was, let me, I'll just do it myself from now on. Oh, okay. I'll pack you up. It's like me with laundry. Yeah. 
I screw it up a couple times. Now I'm banned from doing laundry. I will fold, though. <laughs> yeah, you did that on purpose. I will fold. My yes. father-in-law will probably carry the bags. He will carry the bags, not pack them. I do have a tendency to forget certain things, but my wife either laughs at me or just like, oh, you know, I'll, I'll help you find that. Or if I forget something, we get to our destination, my wife will call me an idiot. Speaking of forgetting anything, since you're going on a vacation, I'm assuming you're, you're flying. Yes. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Ah, nice weather yesterday. Spending time out on the deck. My deck courtesy of Chester Fence Deck. When we bought our house back in 2018? Yeah, I think 2018. The, the, the deck was in, in disrepair. And we're trying to put band-aids on it. Like the railings were loose. We have to tell people, please, for your for your health and safety, don't lean against the rail because you could plummet to your death. Uh, so we, we eventually had to do it. We had to we had to bite the bullet. We had to call on Chesterfield Vets deck, and they did a tear down of the old deck and put up a gorgeous new deck. They used their own crews. They used their own tools. Um, we did the underdecking. We did the, uh, the concrete patio. They did it all. Everything was in the house over there, and we couldn't be happier. Chesterfield Fence Deck, in business for 56 years. Fences, decks, sunrooms, screenrooms, patios, retaining walls, windows. They're a company you could trust with your biggest investment in your home. Locally owned and operated. All the products are guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. When you mention the Riz Show, you'll get 20% off your next outdoor project. It's Chesterfield Fence and Deck. They're online at ChesterfieldFence.com. Chesterfield Fence and Deck, after all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Uh, do you need any neck pillows? Because what I typically forget is neck pillows. No, I, I don't use I, those. I probably own six of them. I have a neck pillow, and every time I try to use it, it just makes it more uncomfortable for me. Oh, now there's certain oh, ones. Man. I have one that clips in the front, so it's basically like, you know, like I just got out of an ambulance. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah. it's the... And that one... Is great. You know, if you have one of those flying neck pillows, most of us wear them the wrong way. What do you mean? Really? The big side is supposed to go on the front. Oh, I, I spin it. I, 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 yeah, I do find, it as a pillow. Man. Yeah, I find the fat part. I, 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 I lean my head this way. I lean my head that way. The one that clips in the front, oh, brother, it is like a memory foam and yeah. stuff. Oh. If you want to bring it in, maybe I'll try it out. I mean, we're not, we don't have a long flight. I'll bring in an assortment. I'm telling you, every single time I get to the airport on a long flight, I go, dang it, I forgot my neck pillow and I got to buy another one. I think it's like a three-hour flight. That's just enough. It's just enough. And it's this one, enough. this one also clips on your backpack. Uh, so, you know, the kids are trying to, you know, download whatever they need to download on their devices for the flight, and you know, I'm trying to pack up my stuff. And you gotta, you gotta take your uh, cabana wear out, like I have. <laughs> <laughs> you know, my shorts and my cabana shirts and stuff like that. I gotta eat a specific wardrobe when I'm. On a beach vacation. Oh, yeah. You've been wearing a lot of my wardrobe recently. You need my Van Halen jacket or a... Uh, Your cowboy hat. No, cowboy I'm not going boots or anything. Places. Okay. But uh, you, you do the sniff test and you go, Oh, man, I guess I didn't wash these last time. <laughs> <laughs> Smells like a two-year-old beach. Yeah, God. So listen up, lazy people. Don't mind smelling just a little bad. Um, and I looked this up. Like, how many times are you supposed to wash certain things after you wear them? Or when you're supposed to wash them after you wear them? Oh, like how many days? 
Yeah, yeah. So how many different times can you wear different types of clothing without washing them? This is a great question. Oh, yeah. Because I always feel like I always feel like I'm breaking some sort of rule with one specific garment. Jeans. Oh no, see those are you can do whatever you want with jeans. I don't I don't worry about jeans. I don't I don't judge with jeans. I don't, don't I hardly to... wash jeans. Yeah, you don't really need to wash those. Yeah, I don't I don't think so. I remember the freezer trick we've heard about that. Oh uh, yeah, you throw your jeans in the freezer. No, for me it's a it's a piece uh, of clothing that I you know wore once or twice back in the day, but I've worn a ton recently and I always think to myself, "Oh man, what do people do with these?" cuz I may not be doing it right. And that is the hoodie. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. Because oh, uh, I never wear a hoodie on skin. My hoodies don't touch my skin. I always have I a mean, shirt I mean, touch your arms. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Well, and it never well, smells like your They touch your arms. No, because I, I, I don't wear a uh, Yeah, I wear, a I got a hoodie shirt. on, and I got a, you know, a, a undershirt. Always clean yeah. undershirts. Always undershirt clean underneath. undershirts. So uh, a hoodie, if I did nothing active... I'm gonna get two, three wears out of that before uh, I walk. Yeah, in. for me it's like two. It's for me it's like like three wears for a hoodie. Yeah, see, and I and I and I figured that was normal. I just had no, I have no idea because I never asked anybody. Because with the hoodie, the more you wash it, I think the and then dry it. Yeah, it gets the more yeah. warped it gets or it but shrinks. I, it gets done. For me, I have two dogs, so it's basically one for those. The one item though that I have no clue. I think you're supposed to go a lifetime without washing is a suit. Like, I gotta take that to the dry, dry cleaner. cleaner, man. How often do you, you do gotta that? Go to the dry cleaner, brother. Uh, probably once every third wear. Man, I, oh no, it, well, it depends. I have jackets that have I've had for probably fifteen years, and never once been in the dry. If you're wearing a suit, if you have like a nice suit, and you're wearing it to like a wedding, depending on the style of the wedding, you may have to dry clean that every time. Oh, Don't, like sweaty and gross. Yeah, yeah. If you, I mean, if you're cutting a rug, you're really dancing, yeah. you're going wild. Like dry clean that thing, man. That's nasty. Uh, Cameron on the instant feedback says, uh, "Why does Riz sound like a misogynist every time he talks about his wife? Wouldn't let her talk whenever she was being, whenever we were being audited." Here's the thing with my relationship: I may talk a big game, but we know who wears the pants in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I may talk a big game, but my wife is in charge. Very much so. <laughs> Actually, you no, know, we have a good fifty-fifty in our house. Honestly. Like, if she'll throw it at me a lot, and she will put me in my place. My wife and I are the perfect match for each other. I, I don't think there's another person in this world that is my perfect match, that is my wife. First of all, they could put up with me. <laughs> uh, secondly, she knows as far as this guy needs to be taken down a notch, and she will take me down a couple notches. Yeah, we do have a lot in common. You're right. What? Me and your wife, we do have a lot in common. <laughs> Take I, me down a notch because I love you, and I and I and I feel like I can I can spot when you. She need will it. take me down like <laughs> four or five notches just to have four in the bank. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> don't forget though you have you have an anniversary in the bank. I do have an anniversary in the bank. That's no, right. but it, as far as like when it, you know when we were audited and I said let me do the talking, mm -hmm. that was my nerves speaking. Yeah, I do attend. I do tend to get kind of nutso. And I can imagine her while you were doing that. She's over there just shaking her head, going, "All right, I'm gonna let him. Let him peter out. Run out of gas. Yeah, here. yeah. Let me let him <laughs> say his thing. He'll peter out, and then I'll take over, like normal. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a toddler. I'm a toddler. Yeah, I make no bones about it. And did your dad ever own his own business? Yes. Oh, he. Did, oh, okay, okay. I was say because her dad figures she knows the ins and outs of all this stuff. And yeah, no, I uh, 
Yeah, I found, I found, do we want to talk about soulmates? I got my soulmate at home. And I'm grateful every day for it. I do, so I do tell her that too. You know, thank God that we are together. <laughs> you complete me, Scott. Oh, um, thank you. Okay, so how many times can you wear different types of clothing without washing them? And this is according to experts. And they're basing this on smell. But more than that, on the, on the bacteria that can form and what it could do to you. So coats and jackets, you're supposed to wash once a month. Coats and jackets. Whoa. I <sighs> believe I have many coats at home that I have never washed. Yeah, well, me maybe, too. Maybe they're talking about coats and jackets that are... Um, on the on the regular, you know, like you're wearing a coat or a jacket three, four times. Like a I've seen you wear that jacket quite a bit. I bet you've never washed that. Um, it's a leather jacket. I wore this yesterday. Before that, I hadn't worn it for months. Okay, but then it, with this kind of weather, it's in the rotation. It's in the rotation, sure. Um, yeah, this particular jacket probably has never been washed. It's never been washed. But if you if you total up the the total amount of wears plus where I'm wearing it. When I'm wearing it, mm, I don't know, man. I mean, it's still going to have a good percentage for a leather jacket like this. It's different than, like, say, my Dumb and Dumber jacket, that Southwest one, you know, that's kind of a whatever it is, polyester or something like that. Every two, three wears of that, I wash that thing. Really? Oh, I would never even think about washing and that. And you know what the big difference is? I know I know this uh, This might sound gross, but, like, uh, the big difference is if it has a light cuff, if it has a light cuff, then I feel like I can see any sort of like dirt or or, or, oh, or okay. damage on it, and I go, "Oh, that's a sign. You're yeah. getting washed immediately." Right? Don't you? I mean, don't you probably wear? You wear mostly dark stuff. Yeah, unless I'm, you know, unless I have a coat. Even if I'm like around a campfire, I'll just air the coat out. Oh, campfire! Campfire I'll, wash immediately. I'll just air it out. Yeah, I don't. I can't. You can't. For me, you can't. You can't air out campfire. I'll smell that a month later on the next wall. You just air that out. That's where. All right, coats and jackets once a month. Uh, underwear once a month. If you sell it to perverts on the internet, for the rest of us, uh, yeah, don't rewear your underwear. You disgusting slobs. <laughs> Yo, that camp. Go back for a second. That, that campfire smell. That thing. That, that I, I love the smell too. It'll but, go away. But. No, I yeah, disagree. No, that's the Earth cigarette, man. I'm telling you, that doesn't that, sta- go that gets in your clothes, and now everybody smells your campfire for the next three months. Every one of my coats, I have that, and a couple of days later, you're good to go. It'll go away. Just yeah. air it out. Uh, all right, socks after wearing them once. Workout clothes after wearing them once. Shirts of you know after wearing them once if they have direct skin contact. You go a little longer if you're wearing them over another shirt. Uh, pajamas, uh, you can wash those once a week if you shower before bed. Daily, if you don't shower first. And jeans, the big one. Jeans, how often are you supposed to, or do they say you're supposed to wash jeans? Do they say, I say they say once a month. Twice a month. Or are they going to give us like an, an amount they, of weather? They say once a month. Unless it's right. raw. If it's raw denim, then you you have to do the lice. I don't even and, know what raw denim is. But if it's regular denim. What's raw denim? Going. It's like the... On a big roll of cooked. denim, it's the first cut and the last cut. It's like the best part of the denim, the most thick. And it's those kind where you could set them and they'll just stand up basically on their own. And they take forever to break in. You have to wear them every day for like oh, man, 50 days to break them jeans. in. I never yeah. heard that term. Yeah, I've never nice. seen that. Like, those I mean, are the good ones. Those are, a, if they're selling that and it's different, is, is there a sign that says raw, raw denim? denim? Yeah, first yeah, yeah, the, the big sign will be the price. Cause it'll like a cheap one might be Levi's and they're probably like 150 bucks. So then it goes up from there. Interesting. And if you're in Japan, they're everywhere in Japan. Yeah. Raw denim. Yeah. 
Well, learn something. <laughs> Ronnie says, I knew Riz's wife wore the pants after I heard him say she was Russian. Yes. <laughs> Duh. That's. Uh, yes. Uh, I, I, I didn't want to save this for uh, for listener emails because this was too good. I want to tell you guys this, this story right away. Uh, this is from, and this guy wants to remain, remain anonymous. Uh, here's a, a listener dilemma question. For all of us. Uh, make a long story short, my girlfriend cheated on me at work Ooh. with this tool bag who's been making passes at her for months. Sorry Pretty destroyed that. inside currently. We're trying to figure out if this relationship is salvageable. Been together for four years. Now, that's not really what I want advice on, though. What's been really bothering me the last couple of days is how the other guy's girlfriend is being treated. Tool bag has committed to going... To the grave with this secret and has convinced other co-workers at the restaurant they work at to keep quiet. No one is going to tell this girl that she is with a cheater. Should I? If I was her, I'd want to know the painful truth over an easy lie. Am I overstepping my boundaries? Should I message her what's going on? And I bring the story up in this kind of hmm. was a highlight because remember yesterday we had a story of uh Another listener email with a guy who found out that his brother's wife has been stepping out. And what was his advice? Should should he tell his brother? He's about, you know, he was about, what, 90, 95% sure that she was being unfaithful, mm-hmm. going on trips without telling him where she was going. You know, she said she'd go down to, his, you know, the sister's house and she would actually go to wherever and party. If I remember right, she went out of state and uh, got back on birth control without her husband. Yes. Knowing. They've been trying to have a kid. She secretly went back on birth control. Oh, yeah. And our advice was, yeah, it's your brother. It's your brother. And yeah, those it's your are brother, brah. Enormous red flags. Yeah, yeah I think maybe in, in that particular situation, yeah, tell your brother. I'd want my brother telling me. But what about this? Hmm. What about this situation? This is a co-worker... Well, so this is your wife's co-worker who, or your girlfriend's co-worker who she hooked up with. So the story goes again. Girlfriend cheated on our, our emailer right. at work with this douchebag. And this is a one-time thing or this is still going? I, I don't know. I don't know. He really doesn't go into it. If you're listening, send us an instant feedback. Now, are you guys opposed to sending telegrams? Having like a clown go over and, hey. Really take the edge off. Yeah, cheating (laughs) Um, on you. He says, I'm pretty destroyed inside currently. We're trying to figure out if this relationship is salvageable. But he says that's not the issue. The issue is the uh, the guy she cheated on's girlfriend. Yeah, man, I don't know. Initial reaction would be, if you're trying to make this work, focus on that. Right? Yeah, because she may know. What are you going to get out of telling the girlfriend, I guess, revenge? Well, it sounds, you know, like in your mind, you're like, ah, it's going to help. It's going to let her know that she's dating this person making terrible decisions and she needs to be free to that. But who knows where they're, yeah. what's in their relationship? Maybe it's hey, like an open. James uh, has a great suggestion. You bang the tool bag's girlfriend. <laughs> and then oh, there you go. that's even. He may be worried too if he's trying to make, because he said he's trying to make his relationship work. He's trying to make his relationship work. So if work. he's trying to make his relationship work and she still works with this guy, I'd imagine 
he might be worried that that could happen again. Man. Yeah. Man, you got That's yourself a in, in a pickle. One. You are in a pickle here. Yeah. Danger, Will Robinson. Mm-hmm. Is the, well, is the relationship salvageable? I mean, she's working still, and I, I'm assuming this is at a restaurant. Yeah. I she's mean, working yeah. with it's difficult. the guy that she cheated on you with. As you know, the stats and the professionals say it is difficult, but it is possible, if this is a, especially if it's a one-time thing. People make mistakes. People can uh, yeah. uh, be redeemed. I guess so. For, yeah. But forgiveness and redemption and all those, those are, those are big But now hills. you're going to, well, you're, you're already injecting yourself into the guy's life because, you know, just by being the boyfriend of the girl he hooked up with. Yeah. And you said this is a waitress? Yeah, they work at a restaurant. Okay, well, I mean, true love waits. <laughs> so should she, should she, should he tell the girlfriend? Yeah, I don't know. I would, yeah. fo- I would focus on your reconciliation at this moment. Yeah, I don't see how that could be. Aside from the, I think, look and, you know, really ask yourself the question, aside from the revenge thing, do you really care about her feelings? May not be about that, though. It may be about just trying to do all you can to prevent this from happening again so your reconciliation maybe has a chance. Okay, so if you tell her, then she can address it to him and then it stops at work? I don't know. I don't know. This is tough. All I know is a feel for your brother like that. That's yep, got to hurt. That's, 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 that's got to be difficult. I think you should really ask yourself the question. Are you are you going to tell her for, for a revenge thing? Yeah. Or are you really trying to look out for another person? Sorry you're going through that, man. Ah. Yeah. Good luck. Uh, this one is, uh, I guess, kind of about cheating, but not really. So uh, this is a, a, a mom. Who took to the internet? Uh, she's in a fight with her husband about their seven-year-old daughter. Seven-year-old daughter Layla. So she went to the internet to figure out if she was in the wrong about the way that she got into an argument or the reason why she's in an argument with her husband. So their argument was about the kid and the play relationship she was having with the boys at her school. Remember, this is seven-year-old. Keep this in mind. Her father took what she was doing very seriously. Well, the mom kind of brushed it off. So he's accusing the mom of raising a cheater because she was holding hands with two different boys. Now, since she's only seven years old, take everything with a grain of seriousness as these, you know, these are kids we're talking about, not grown adults. So the mom realizes this, but provides some context for those who might think she, she's actually in the wrong. So she says a couple months ago, Layla, the seven-year-old, got a quote-unquote boyfriend, Lucas. They're both seven, so it's obviously not a real relationship. They just hold hands sometimes and draw each other hearts for Valentine's Day. It's cute. Just a, just a couple of kids, you know, playing your uh, house, I guess. You know, mimicking the relationships they see at home from their parents or on TV, most likely. You know, what's the harm in that? So this week, Layla was apparently holding hands with another boy who also sent Layla a Valentine's Day love letter. And Lucas took offense to it. We found out because Lucas's parents called us to tell us Lucas will not be coming over to us this Saturday like it was originally planned because he's mad at Layla. What a little heartbreaker, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Once again, the kids are seven years old and uh, don't really know what love is or how relationships work or what they're really doing. So the mom thought nothing of it. The dad, though, different story. She says, my husband wants us to punish Layla 
and wants me to have a talk with her about faithfulness. At first, I thought he was joking, but no, he was serious. He says that Layla cheated on Lucas, and I, as her mother, should do something about it. She explained to him that Layla was only seven and not a cheater, and that she shouldn't be treated as if she were an adult in an adult relationship who cheated on her adult partner. And then he accused me of, quote, raising a cheater. <laughs> and encouraging the bad behavior. And she uh, finishes up by, by wondering if she's in the wrong for not wanting to punish the daughter. A seven-year-old's play relationship should not be treated as an adult one. I think that should go without saying. Your seven-year-old kid has no idea what, you know, what they're doing by having a relationship. This is second grade. So is the mom in the wrong? Or is the dad making too big of a deal out of it? This is ridiculous. Okay. Well, you weigh in first. Oh, you want yeah, me to weigh yeah, in yeah. first? I want you to weigh in first. It's two little kids holding hands. They have no idea about what real relationships are. Oh, yeah, of course not. But what about the kids' feelings are hurt? Oh, the first kid? Sure. His I'll get over it. it. <laughs> He'll get over it. Find a rich guy. Go hold somebody else's hand. Start yeah. practicing go, now. Uh, you know, go find another little girl and hold hands in front of Layla. See how she feels about it. <laughs> what about his feelings? Yeah, what about his feelings? And I don't even mean necessarily what about his feelings in regards to him. What about his feelings in regards to your daughter? How do you make a lesson out of like, hey, your actions have consequences. And I'm not saying you have some, you know, 25-year-old conversation with a 7-year-old. But this may be a good opportunity to talk about, uh, um, you know, obviously not romantic relationships, but, di but different types of friends and like, uh, you know, like people's feelings matter. And maybe this hurt so-and-so's feelings. What was the name? So Lu what do you say Lucas is the kid that got his feelings hurt? Yeah, okay. Yeah, maybe, maybe you start there. Uh, I mean, again, they're seven years old, mm -hmm. so I think their little developing minds are too young to wrap their heads around what exclusivity is. Yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that. I'm just talking. Uh, about Layla, you're exclusively holding hands with Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, yeah. mom's, mom's raising a cheater, dude. I think the dad is overblowing it <laughs> a bit. You know, the stats aren't very pretty with that, by the way. I read somewhere that, like, uh, of, uh, daughters of mothers who have cheated, who are, who are cheaters, are, like, 80% more likely to be cheated, cheaters themselves. It's some, like, really not, so mo so mothers, not fun so, so, we'll say that again. Daughters of mothers who are cheaters are something like 70, Wind up being you know, cheaters 70 to 80% more likely to cheat on in in their future. <laughs> so basically, this the husband is like, you are pointing our little girl <laughs> in the direction of being a slut for the rest of her life. I, well, I'm not sure that's what he's saying, but I can. I mean, I'm 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 seeing both sides here. Obviously, yeah. like seven is pretty but pretty freaking young. If you kind of address that, you know, like they have their make believe thing and are trying to be like they are at home, where it's like, hey, we're a uh, you know, they don't even really know what they're doing, but they're holding hands and they think they're in love or whatever. You got to, <laughs> is it wrong to explain to your kid like, hey, you could hurt your buddy's feeling if you 
start holding another guy's hand because now he thinks. Yeah, but then you have to explain the concept of being a couple to a seven-year-old. Yeah, no, no, no. And, and that what they already kind of figured out? Well, I think, know what they're doing? I think that's where he's really wrong here. He's like seeing it as cheating and a relationship and a romantic yeah. relationship. He's taking it to an understanding of what he sees it as. And, and that's let a little far. Kids. Yeah, let them be kids. But, to, again, talk to her maybe about, like, hey, Lucas's feelings are hurt over here because yeah. you were holding so-and-so's hands. And he, he thought that so holding this, hands with you was a pretty special thing. And I bet you it was a special thing to him. So, you know, think yeah, about that. Yeah, you really have yeah. to to lower, yeah, 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 yeah. lower I mean, the way. It's still worth talking about, right? Because you could teach him a lesson of yeah, something, seven, like kindness seven and how is, to ask forgiveness. And Right, it's, for, it's first yeah. grade. So talk to, her, talk to her like a first grader. Make it first grade concepts and like, hey, you hurt so-and-so's feelings. I mean, this stuff happens with uh, with boys. Never mind the, 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 boy and, or the, the girl and boy relationship. This happens with every first grader's relationship with, with friends. Oh, you invited so-and-so over for your birthday party and not me? Like, I mean, that's crushing yeah. to anybody. Guy, gal, you, you know, uh, romantic or not. Um, this is a this is the opportunity. You know, you got elementary school, or you've had elementary school yeah. kids. Little things are big deals because their emotions are yeah. real, and we need to respect them as real people. And I so, remember in kindergarten I was holding hands with Jim, and then I saw Jim holding hands with Lucas, and I was all disappointed. I was like, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. It, it, yeah. It, everything hurts. Here's what a clinical psychologist says. You know, along the whole developmental spectrum, I would encourage parents not to tease or make a big deal out of these sorts of relationships and instead be curious about them. Now that Layla seems to have an interest in relationships, perhaps it's time for her parents to have a conversation with her about love and different types of relationships. I don't know. Let the kid be a friggin' kid. Sure. Yeah. Not a big deal. But don't forget about Lucas. <laughs> Lucas will get over it. Lucas will forget about it. This is a, you're saying this is a good lesson for Lucas. Yeah, get over it. Yes. But this is that thing in elementary that's hilarious where you have your little <laughs> girlfriend for a day or two, and then you find out at recess that she broke up with you, and now she's dating this guy or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, two weeks later, you're like, yeah, I'm back with her, and this is so funny. You just learn it all out. She went and played out. tag with Joe. Yeah, man, what a jerk. I remember that, man. Like, I thought we were hanging out at the slide today. Dude, and, and she's over there. Over by the dome, or you know, whatever they call that, that wire dome looking thing, playing with, with Joey. Now I'm Broke playing. my heart. This I is when you tell the it. kid it's not a big deal. <laughs> You'll be holding hands with other people. That's, yeah, that's your okay. whole life. A couple years later, she gave me a pencil with hearts on it. Oh, you hold, you know, yeah. you hold hands with many other and people. And I've never forgotten. <laughs> yeah. My first gift. My first gift from a girl. Do, uh, do you remember your first girlfriend? Like, what, what? When did you have your first "quote unquote" girlfriend? Even though if it wasn't, it wasn't even if it wasn't an actual, it wasn't girlfriend. an actual girlfriend. Well, I'm going to take the pencil with the hearts on it as a relationship gift. So I'll call that a relationship. But was it labeled? Were you boyfriend or girlfriend? Man, to tell you the truth, did you circle yes? If you did, see, and this was the worst thing. It was the worst timing for me, man. The worst timing. It was like two weeks before school was out. So like. You don't want to be attached. No, I'm saying. I want to be untethered. For I'm, I'm saying that she may have just been like, again, she did give me a pencil with hearts on it. So Shannon, I really appreciate that. That made a big. That was a, it was a very impactful moment for my life. Thank you, Shannon. That was in fifth grade. Uh, but then I think two weeks later, like you know, right before the end of school, like two days to, to go, she's in Latchkey. I ride my bike up there and say hi to her and. Uh, and she was weird, and somebody came out and was like, yeah, she's not your girlfriend. And I was like, no! <laughs> Is it because of the summer? <laughs> uh, Josh on, on Instant Feedback says, I wonder if the dad was cheated on by the mom at some point, and that's why he's super sensitive to it. Could be. Hmm. Yep. Yeah. If that's Could the be. case, that does uh, shine a light 
a little bit. Nah. Uh, but yeah, I, w- I would say fi- fifth grade technically. And I, I don't ever remember. <laughs> I don't obviously remember my fifth grade conversation. I've never heard a new one called monkey bars, a wire dome. No, 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 it wasn't the monkey bars. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half the thing a bubble. that was the dome, you crawl on it. Yeah, and it it's has- a dome of 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 Octagon. steel. It looked like the uh, the thing from uh, the California Love video with Tupac and, and uh, Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah, just, except for this one wasn't on fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, right. But it was very small. It was kid size. It has the and octagon shapes. It's, that, yeah, it's like yellow, blue, and red. It's got it's, the primary yeah. colors. It's you, you know, whoever's on the top of it is kind of king of the castle. Yes, yes, Until yes. you fall mm-hmm. through and hit your chin. Exactly. You yeah. slip through and... and you uh, slip through and you hit your chin. You fall onto the wood And chips. you go, oh my God, is my tongue still there? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it wasn't crazy. I know what the monkey bars are. Um Monkey but, bars are the straight ladder. Yeah, right, right, yeah. right, right. That's a see. We were lucky because uh, I went ladder. to a really rich kid school, so we had just sitting in the field this concrete. Um, what do you call those? You know, where the water like an you, aqueduct. Yeah, yeah. It, we're, it's just sitting there all by itself above the <laughs> ground, but also enough out of the reach of teachers. Ah, oh, well, you can sneak over there yeah. from the hiding spot. I'm like, this is a strange that thing came, to have. That on was the an extra piece for the sewer. Probably, remember, yeah. Down in the creek, probably. My first girlfriend was sixth grade, and uh, everybody, my fr- little friend group was, you know, had their little girlfriends, and I was the only one that didn't have one. And then it was like, <sighs> Sorry, it man. was like the girl group and the boy group. Yeah. And it was yeah. an even amount. So eventually it was, hey, Amanda, like, you know, wants to be your, Amanda wants to be your, your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, since everybody else is doing it, all right. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. so. All right. So that was yours, huh? That's fine. I'll, I, fine, I'll do it. The crazy thing yeah. is. So it was like my three buddies, <laughs> their girlfriends were all, you know, that little group of, right, right, right. you know, girlfriends. And uh, I remember the first, I didn't know what to do. Like, I never had a girlfriend before. And I remember that night, phone rings and uh, Amanda's on the phone. Whoa. I remember that too. So I guess we're supposed to talk on the phone about yeah, right, right, what are we right. talking about? I have no yeah, idea. I just yeah. wanted How's my whole on? thing was let's get this phone call over as quick as possible because we have nothing in common. Man. That's I, it's crazy. I, You're talking about this, and we're talking about this because my son is going through this right now, first time. Getting girls calling the house. Um, I, yeah, I don't want to like. I don't want to put his business yeah, let's out, out there. <laughs> I don't want to put his business out there, of girls. No, he's just. Um, He's like uh, find him off with a stick, huh? Oh, yeah. I guess so. He's 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 incredibly communicative and uh, for for his age. And he was like, "Hey, Dad, um, man, I gotta I gotta I gotta tread lightly here." So, anyways, he was talking to me about like you know what to do, and I was like, "Well, you know what are the?" And I had to ask him. I was like, "What are the communication standards here? What are what are what are kids in middle school doing when when they have this? Like, are they?" Calling? Are they texting? You know, because now they have so snap. Well, now they have so much like communication options. So I said, like, you know, what are they? Are they texting here? And he's like, well, I I think that'd be okay if it's okay with you. And I was like, well, let's do one of these things. I'll be okay with it if I can monitor it. If I if I ask, and if her parents are okay, well, with her talking to a boy. And here's, and I'm going to get to that problem in a second. Was it? If it is multiple girls, here's an issue I found out in fourth grade because you kind of have that moment where you realize, what's the point of these relationships? They're not going to go anywhere. It's been uh, it's been nice the past couple of days. Uh, anybody spend time outside yesterday? Okay. Out on the deck yesterday? Okay. Oh, you don't have a deck. Your neighbor's got a deck, and you got deck envy. Or the deck you have is in disrepair. God forbid 
you walk barefoot out there, uh, you're going to get a splinter. I know when we moved down to our house, uh, the deck was... It was in disrepair. And at Colchesterville Fence and Deck, we did a, a complete teardown. And then we rebuilt a new deck, including underdecking. Chesterfield Fence and Deck been in business for 56 years. St. Louis's top name in home improvement, quality and professionalism. That's what they put first in every single thing they do. Offering those fences and those decks and screen rooms, uh, patios, retaining walls, and windows. All the products guaranteed by a five-year labor warranty. And if you mention the Rizzo this month, you'll get 20% off your next installed outdoor project. Chesterfield Fence Deck online at chesterfieldfence.com. After all, who doesn't want a bigger deck? Woods Basement Systems, the all-things basementy experts. Right now, you can get a free estimate at moonloveswoods.com because spring is here, and that means rain and wet-soaked ground all around your house. If your basement has musty smells, damp walls, signs of mold or mildew, maybe even standing water in your basement after a rainstorm, you gotta call Woods today. Wet and leaky basements do not get better with time. They get better with Woods. Remember, I had that incredibly difficult front porch situation that looked bad and was a total safety hazard and Woods Basement Systems helped me fix that for good. Not only did they level the entire slab of concrete, but they installed piers to make sure that the job was done right for the long term. They can fix your settling driveways and so much more. The basement waterproofing, the foundation repair, egress windows. Go to moonloveswoods.com for a free estimate today. Don't wait any longer. Prevent further damage. Remember, the problems won't get better with time. They'll get better with Woods because the problem will be fixed forever. It's the all things basement experts at Woods Woods Basement Systems. Get that free estimate at moonloveswoods.com. You know, we're just Yes, kids. in fourth grade, you're dealing with that. You're thinking. <laughs> well, I, I remember <laughs> one day was. I had uh, a few girls that, like, it just was an odd day. Uh, had two or three different girls call, and they uh, asked if I'd be their boyfriend, so I said yes to all of them. So then the next day at school, Dang. I got really in trouble. It was awesome. The yeah, first player in the, on the yeah. show, Scott. Yeah. King Scott. What you're a pony. Well, well, that. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, though, man, is did you notice that when that sixth grade, you said it was sixth grade. Yeah, right? and we had our first kiss, and everybody was, like, in oh, a circle. Oh, dang, dude. I didn't oh, yeah, have, like, a kiss recess. until oh, yeah. high school, man. My first kiss, Amanda Rivera. No, I didn't have, like, dang. a real girlfriend or a kiss or a kid until yeah. high school. It all happened about six months there. Um, but, uh, no, the, in, in fifth grade, what I realized is, and these are in, in, in elementary school was so beautifully simple, right, and, and just easy. And it was all the same groups. We went to school together for like the last five, six years by by fifth grade. So everybody knows everybody anyway. There's not even necessarily cliques or circles yet. Yeah. But I've never, never been shown interest by a gal. And then Shannon gives me this this Valentine's Day pencil, and it was like Ooh. we and we were hanging right and or, or talking or whatever at the at the at the um, at the playground. And then I get a note from Amanda. Amanda's got a crush. And then I get a note from Tiffany. Tiffany's got a crush. Yeah. Then I got a note from Melissa, who was like, not only crushing, but damn near threatening me. Like, you better be my boyfriend. And it was like, wait the a second. <laughs> One gal shows attention. Yep. And then yeah. everybody shows attention. That's how it works. And then man. guess what happened? Uh, you know, like I said, two weeks later, I'm I'm not uh boyfriends with, with Shannon. The summer hits, sixth grade starts. It all starts over. Nobody likes anybody. I'm yeah, nerdy because yeah. I'm wearing sweatpants and 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 uh high tops. And uh, and nobody paid attention to you again until high school. I just remember when I was dumped by Amanda, my first girlfriend. I was relieved. <laughs> that's so that's the so resilient. I was I was relieved. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've had relationships. I, I've been uh, uh, dumped, 
And uh, was a holiday coming up, and you were—I don't even remember. You didn't want to have to do it. But gift? I think every time I've been dumped by a girl, I was relieved. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I, in college, I never, I never took a relationship ending very hard. Okay. Yeah. In college, I had one of those where this gal she gave me the speech, you know, about how it's not going anywhere or something, or so I thought. And so then uh, we still worked with each other. I hadn't seen her in a while. She was on a different shift than me. And uh, I ran into her one day at work. She's like, how come you never called me back? And I'm like, what do you mean? I thought we broke up. She's like, no. And I just assumed the way she was talking that it was a breakup talk. Mm. So I was kind of <laughs> excited. I was like, sweet, I'm out of this. It's a wild time. Uh, Moon, yeah. that thing is called the Geodome. People also call it the Jungle Gym. That's the, I think that's what we're looking for, the Jungle Gym. Oh, that that's the Jungle Gym. I believe that's a Jungle name? Gym. Dude, I've I always that was a whole yeah. I always thought that was the the general term for the playground. Now a bunch of people. That's a jungle gym. Oh, oh my weird. goodness! That I had changed. no idea it was so specified. I don't know. I think jungle gym is playground. Because you type it in. Ah. The geodesic dome. But you know, you're looking over your uh, you know your your kids' text. You're monitoring, and that's as a good parent should. You know, some of our kids get in trouble with uh, what they're what they're posting, and kids speaking codes nowadays. Yeah. So here's a little test to to make you feel old or or young if you nail this. So somebody posted a list of the most popular abbreviations people use in text, online, social media. Now, if you pay attention even a little, you probably know a lot of the most popular ones, like you know. LOL is laugh out loud, and FYI means for your information. But but how many of these other ones do you know? So DM, what does that mean? Direct message. Direct message. JK. Just kidding. BRB. Be right, Be right back. back. TBH. To be determined. To be. To, to, TBH. 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 Wait, wait, no. Is it to be? To, uh, no, that TBH. It, I think we're, we're thinking. We're thinking TBH. too hard. To be yeah. honest. Ah, there we go. Woo. I went TBD and I couldn't get that out of my brain. IRL. In real, In real life. life. I have to remind myself. I always forget that one. And I always think it's some actual, like, like you know, real code for something. And I see that and I go, oh, shoot. What does that mean? Oh, yeah. In real life. It's still silly acronyms. Yep. Uh, NSFW. Not, Not safe, safe for work. work. Uh, TTYL. Talk, Talk to, to you later. later. NBD. No big, no big deal. deal. IMO. In my opinion. I am H-O. In my humble opinion. Yep. Ah. FTW. F the, the world. Nope. Oh. FTW? FTW. I've been getting that one wrong. <laughs> well, I need to change. FTW. Oh, I need to change my reception on a lot of people's texts and tweets then. FTW doesn't mean F the world? Nope. <laughs> it means for the win. Holy ah. smokes. <laughs> oh, my okay. gosh. SMH. Time out. I gotta. I gotta tell you that that's the first time I've I've heard for that. the win. <laughs> for the win. Okay. S M H. Shake my head. Shaking my head. I D K. I don't know. I don't know. I D C. I don't care. Uh-huh. Ah. M S G. Uh, that's Mes- the stuff that's in the rice at the mall. <laughs> uh, it's it's a message. short word for message. Yeah. Oh. Uh, o M W. Oh my. Wow. <laughs> OMW. Uh, on my way. On my way. Oh, yes. Yes, of course. GTG. Uh, got good to go. Uh, Is it good to go? Got to go. Oh, got got uh, to go. GTG, yeah, that makes more sense. Got to go. Uh, TFW. Uh, 
TFW. To heck with now we're gonna, now we're getting we're getting hard now. Totally. Wait wait TFW. TFW. I I had no idea. So for the win, TFW. T, uh, You'll never get uh, this. It's that feeling tall, when. The four win. Uh, that feeling when. That was a tall frappuccino. Uh, MFW. Uh, man for woman. <laughs> My <laughs> face when. Oh, gosh. Come on now. Not everything needs it. I Listen, I you're going to be seeing some this stuff. You're going to be seeing this stuff. You need to know what it means. I hate to sound like that guy, but come on, man. I-L-Y. I L Y. I love you. Yep. I am you. I miss you. There it is. Even though, yes, it's a U, even though That's U the starts way. with a Y. But I C Y M I. I C Y. In case you missed it. There it is. Dang. S R S L Y. S R S L. Seriously. Yep. All right. Man, I, I recently found this one out. I've seen this a lot. TLDR. TL. TLDR. I recently found this one out. On, and I've hit. seen this place and I go, I have no idea what that means. TLDR. Can you use it in a sentence, please? Uh, Heron. Damn, dude. What's with the, what's with the giant text? TLDR. Tone. Too long. Too long down right. Too long didn't read. Oh, ah! yes. Yes. I like the other one. I think there's a cheat code in Mario or something. Uh, B-A-E. 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 Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's so 2011. Before mm-hmm. No, B-A-E actually is before anyone else. Okay. Is that where they got Bay from? I don't know. I think that came out with the with the just like we can't say baby; it takes too long. Yeah. So bay, and then and then we started applying acronyms. You know what I mean? But I could be wrong. I'd rather not be the authority on this one. Actually, S O M L. I never saw this one before. Wait, S. What, what was it? S M. S O M L. Hommel. You know what? Or should have. Should have. Nope. Uh, sound sorry. of music. Nope. Sound sorry. of music. Story Over. of my life. Oh, ah. yeah. S-O-M-L. Story of my life. So if you see that stuff now out there on the texts, on the social medias with the kids, now you know. Yeah, well, I got most of it and made an ass of myself, so S-O-M-L. S-O-M-L. No cap. I don't know why that one, like... That one, that one itches my brain. Man, I, I've never wanted to hit you more. Is there, is there one that bothers you? <laughs> is there one that bothers you? There has to be. That. Which one? No cap. No cap? Me too. Like, lie <laughs> is as, as short as it gets. It's one of the easiest, most roll-off-the-tongue, three-letter, one-syllable so words. Right. What's the need? I hate to be that guy, but. Boomer alert. <laughs> I'm just gonna be really hip right now. <laughs> oh, dude, uh, I'm with you. I know. Yeah, I'm I, with I, you. If I gotta pick one, that's the one. That's the one. No cap. No cap. Yeah, I hate that. That's why I want to hit you. <laughs> I'm sure that's why. You know what? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> you, you have permission. Ah, uh, good. Ah, oh, thank you. <clears throat>
All right, Team Riz Bet of the Day is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Catawissa, Missouri. Who is from Catawissa? Isn't there somebody famous? Is that, uh... Is that where, um... Night Sweats, uh, Ray Live, or... Catawissa, that... Catawissa. Is that Cheryl Crow? Uh... Oh. I thought she was more on the... Is that, that on the west side? Ooh, look that up. But I know Robert Ruzica is from Catawissa. Oh, yeah, Robert. Catawissa with a C, by the way. Yeah, it's with a C. Is there somebody famous from there? Uh, let's see. There's a St. James Catholic Church. That's famous enough to make ah, the page. Never mind. <laughs> Uh, Robert from Catawissa has been a long, loyal listener of The Riz Show. Uh, he's met all the guys, Purple Strider and Hot Shots events. He appreciates everything we do uh, for the community and what we've done to help support Jeff's family. Uh, Robert also is a diehard Buffalo Bills fan and says this is going to be our year, Donnie. I will pass the message along. Uh, Catawissa is uh, it's right by Pacific. It ain't far. It's right there. Yep. Why did I think somebody? Well, there's this is Nito. Bertha uh, Gifford is from there. She's a serial killer. Okay. Holy smokes. Robert Ruzica from Catawissa is our Teamers member of the day. Get super sweet Teamers member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up 1057thepoint.com slash Teamers. Where is uh, Cheryl Crow from then? Uh, wherever she was born. I'll look Where... it up. Hang on. I got it. Oh, no, no. She can't Missouri. Can it? Yeah. I can see how you can mix those two up. Yep. Sounds Can it. Can it with a K way over there. I get that confused with uh, also where Gretchen Wilson was from, but she's from Pocahontas. She's from the, she's from the Illinois side, Yeah, right? Pocahontas, Illinois. Hello, uh, podcast weirdos. Riz here for locally and family-owned Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. In business since 1976, along with their team of 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs, who live right alongside you in the communities where they work. Whether you drive a car, van, light truck, SUV, hybrid, or EV, you could count on the friendly folks at Dobbs to provide you with the tires you need. Just right for your vehicle and driving style at the lowest prices in town, guaranteed. And you could count on the Dobbs service pros for expert auto service done right the first time, including routine and preventative maintenance and complex diagnostic and engine repairs. With 43 stores, including Dobbs' newest store in Columbia, Missouri, complete full-service tire and automotive care has never been so convenient. So be sure to check out Dobbs' money-saving March deals on tires and auto service and repairs at GoToDobbs.com. Then drive into any of Dobbs' 43 convenience store locations for expert service and fantastic savings using Dobbs' March deals today. GoToDobbs.com. It's time to be you again. It's time to go to Victor Men's Health. Now, why are you still going around struggling to have energy and just to feel like you? to be you again. Well, there's no need to put that off anymore. It's time, like I said, to go to Victor Men's Health. They have three locations throughout the area, open five days a week. So you can actually get in there. You can actually sit down and schedule an appointment and uh, visit with a doctor or a nurse practitioner and get incredible help. And plus, what I love about Victor Men's Health is they actually will come up with a custom plan for you because no two people are the same. So that makes them very unique from other men's clinic. Do you actually get to sit down and talk with your doctor? Think about that. You can at Victor Men's Health. And that's what I did. And they went over my vitamin levels. They went over everything. They found out as vitamin D deficient, vitamin B deficient, all kinds of stuff going on inside me, plus preventative things from the future, like maybe diabetes, all that. If I change certain things now, and they went up with a custom plan, and now my levels are incredible, all thanks to Victor Men's Health, and they have all kinds of stuff going on over there. I encourage you to also look at their social media and uh, check out what they've got going on on Twitter and uh, their podcast, Women Want Strong Men. They have incredible information on there. Go to Victor Men's Health. Be you again. VictorMen'sHealth.com. That's VictorMen'sHealth.com. 
Hey, what's up? This is Kevin Heffernan. You might know me as Rod Farber from Super Troopers. Yeah, this is Steve Lemmy. I'm Officer Mack from Super Troopers. And you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. Happy birthday, Riz. Hey, Riz. Happy birthday, man. Douche. Welcome back to the Red Show, presented by the Fast Lane. Phone number 314 6243 or 6183 9833. Mick Culture Studio Cams, 1057 The Point.com slash Riz. The socials at R I Z Z. Show your emails. Riz Show 1057.com. You can also send us your instant feedback through the 1057 The Point mobile app. And uh, man, you guys have been feeding back a lot. Yeah, I see all these messages weighing in our certain topics, people asking for advice. Yeah, thank you for feeding back. Yeah, thank you for feeding back. <laughs> uh, we'll talk to our buddy Chris Kerber a little bit, talk uh, some blues hockey. I uh, I was listening to an interview with uh, Al Michaels. Oh, yeah? The great Al Michaels. Probably, as far as uh, sports broadcasters go, best of all time, uh, at least in the top five. An interview with him as in, as in he's interviewing somebody ESB else? He's being interviewed. Okay, so what, where, was, where was this? Uh, this was on, you ever listen to that Smartless podcast? No. Smartless, it's with Jason Bateman, uh, Will oh, Arnett, oh, oh, yeah, that's and right. uh, Sean I, Hayes. I yeah. always forget the name of that one. Because it, it, I don't I don't know why it's just not it just doesn't grip me and uh, and I always forget that that's one of them, one of the ones that I want to check out I love those guys oh dude it's a gr- well they got a lot of great guests I can never remember a lot that. of great guests so Al Michaels was uh, was featured this week and uh, one of them asked uh, hey what is the hardest because Al Michaels called everything he's called every sport he's called you know hockey baseball football. Done everything. He was asked, what is the hardest sport to call? And he said, hockey on the radio. He said, 100%, without a doubt, hockey on the radio is the hardest thing to call. Because it's so fast, so uh, repetitive, and I don't mean that in a bad bad way, but it's like... He says possession changes all the time. It's back and forth, back and forth, so so fast. English names. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's that's much more of like a specified thing. Some of these guys you see them, you see them call baseball, they call football, they call a couple other things. They can they can do some Olympic things, and I'm not saying that that's easy. Those transitions, I'm sure, are extremely difficult. But it hockey seems to be one of those like you're a hockey announcer. Well, and you put it this way, with most of the other sports and and basketball to some extent, it's offense versus defense, and the offense has the ball, and the defense is trying to get the ball away. Possession changes so much, right? With hockey, because even with basketball, you you know you're walking it down the line, you're passing, you're passing, you're passing. Yeah, an offense could have the ball for thirty seconds. Well, and there's so much to talk about per play. Yeah, in baseball, it's the wind up, the pitch, hit, blah blah blah, and you're explaining the play, a play. You know, uh, uh, call moment by moment. Yeah, and those they have stops. You know, like in basketball, the play stops pretty quickly. Everyone, you know, like ball goes out of bounds or they miss a sh- whatever. Right, but but it's so yeah, fast. Yeah, so hockey's nonstop. It's so fast in hockey and 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 slower in soccer, but but it's the same principle that you're not able to describe a play as it's yeah. And you're going as it's with hockey so much. You know, possession could change in five times in a minute. Right. They go back and forth, back and forth, and they could play for five minutes, six minutes, seven minutes straight. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird it's, to think about. Like fo- it, was, it was cool to hear him say that. Yeah, football. I, go, I know a hockey play-by-play yeah. guy. Yeah, football and baseball. Yeah, that's a huge compliment to uh, to Chris. Um, football and baseball. You're almost t- you're almost like telling b- brief stories. 
you're almost telling brief stories live ab- about how this play is developing. Well, yeah, I never thought about that, how hockey and soccer are not, not the same. You can't describe a play as it's happening necessarily. Like, you know, you can't say Pareko plans on this, moves over here because of this. Yeah. So we'll talk to Kerber later. I do want to uh, give a shout-out to the organizers of the uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade and Run. Oh, yeah. That is— uh... it, it was last weekend. It was, it was March. Oh, okay. uh, they, okay. did the, they did the run and uh, they did the run last Saturday— Right, uh, and then what happens on on the seventeenth? I'm at just regular St. Patrick's Day, but anyway, uh, I know Jeff Burton was involved with those guys for quite a couple of years. Uh, was he the Grand Marshal last year, or maybe the year before? But in the old pamphlet, they they gave out to participants and and people that prayed. They had a nice little write up about Jeff. Oh, oh how cool is that? They had a whole page dedicated to him and in memoriam. Oh, so man, that's awesome. I know a bunch of people sent us. Um, Sent us the pamphlet, at least pictures of it. So, hey, thank you guys. That's, that's amazing. Very nice of you to do that. Very nice of you to do that. All right, today is March the 15th. Back in the day, 131 years ago, 1892, the escalator was patented by a lazy genius inventor, Jesse W. Renouf of New York. The guy hated shoelaces. Hated shoelaces. I'm going to eat them. And little, little kid shoes. Uh, 51 years ago, 1972, The Godfather opens in theaters. Francis Ford Coppola made, I mean, it's a masterpiece for $6 bucks. I mean, that's over $41 million in today's money, but it was number one on IMDb's top 100 greatest, greatest movies of all time, number one on the Hollywood Reporter's 100 favorite films, and number three on AFI's 100 greatest American movies of all time. I shall return. They're talking about the number one? On AFI's? Yeah, you're talking about... The Godfather, Godfather, the Godfather. Okay, yeah, number one. Because you say that number two is better, right? I like number two better, personally. Just play it better for you. What, 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 what is? What do people rate it? Is is number one the one that everybody's supposed to watch, or uh, is number two? I mean, you have to watch number one to watch number two. Yeah, but I'm saying, which one? If 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 you if both were compared on a list, what's a better film? What's a better film? <sighs> I think people would probably say the first one. Okay. I mean, the first one was is Marlon Brando. I think the Writers Guild Theater has that in their top ten or something like that. They have a list of the greatest movies of all time. Yeah, and Citizen Kane, Godfather. I like the story at number two better. It's it's you know more Michael Corleone. Okay. I don't uh, know. I don't know what you're talking about. I always blank out when you talk about. But this. number number one, I mean number one. God, they're both great movies. Yeah. Number three, Right Out. <laughs> I'll do it this weekend. Will you? I mean, that's a commitment. They're long movies. Well, I started the first one. I probably have a half hour deep on the on the first one. Damn, the first one's good. The second one, you got a lot of great flashbacks with uh, De Niro. Is that or is that the first one? Oh man, I don't know. Sounds <laughs> like you need to watch it <laughs> I need this to watch weekend. It. Uh, 46 years in 1977, Three's Company premieres on ABC. 38 years ago, 1985, I watched this, Mr. Belvedere. Debuts on ABC. Is that that's, Bob Uecker? Yeah, it's Bob Uecker. Yeah, dude. That same day, 38 years ago, 1985, the first internet domain name was registered, Symbolics.com. 35 years ago, 1988, the NFL's St. Louis Cardinals officially move to Phoenix. And five years ago, today in 2018, Toys R Us announces they are closing all their stores after filing for bankruptcy. Do you remember that, uh, I think it was a Twitter post with Jeffrey... Jeffrey the giraffe packing his bags and walking away. I don't remember that. 
And that's what happened back in the day. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. So sad. So sad. It was so sad. A sad giraffe. Uh, William's asking uh, the question, do you listen to Dan Cummings' Time Suck podcast? And if you do, what episode are you on? Um, I do listen. I'm a regular listener of Dan Cummings' uh, podcast. Uh, The last episode I listened to, I haven't listened to this week's. Uh, The last episode I listened to was... I'll have to look it up. I got so, so many podcasts. We are rabid fans. And as you're looking it up on the WGA, the greatest screenplays of all time, number two, The Godfather, number 10, Godfather 2. So I guess so it okay. always ranks up there just a little yeah. bit below number wow. one. Uh, uh, wait a second here. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, li- I listened to whole one of this. It's the, um, the Boston Art Heist. So a, a bunch of thieves robbed an art gallery of $600 million worth of paintings. They say the biggest single robbery of a private thing ever. Wow. At least in the history of the U.S. When was this? Uh, this was in the 90s. And they still have not found. Any of it? They have not found the paintings. Wow. They have not found the guys. There were two, like, bumbling security guards. Why haven't we seen a movie about that? Or is that, like, the Thomas uh, Crown Affair? I think there may be a movie. It's Wait. called Heist, the $600 million Gardner Museum Robbery. In 1992, men disguised as Boston police officers entered this museum and stole, in 81 minutes, over $600 million worth of historic art. What's the movie I'm thinking about with the, the hat, the painting? With oh, the, that with the hat is and the Thomas green Crown apple? Affair. That is Thomas Crown Affair? With Pierce Brosnan and Rene Rousseau? Great movie. That movie's awesome. Uh, your crap right, uh, brought by, sorry, brought to you by Bright House Plumbing. Call the best, flush the rest. Brighthouseco.com, 636-600-0188. Lindsay Lohan is about to be a Hollywood mom. The actress shared that she is expecting her first child with her husband, Bader Shamas, uh, in an Instagram announcement on Tuesday. The Mean Girl star shared a photo of the baby's onesie in her post writing, We are blessed and excited. Lindsay didn't reveal her exact due date, but the onesie in the announcement teased coming soon. So congratulations. So no, we don't have a sex yet. We don't nah. have a name yet. Okay. Nope. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel would uh, would have been nicer to Tom Cruise if the Top Gun Maverick star had shown up to the Oscars. Uh, Kimmel's wife and executive producer, Molly McC- uh, McNerney, uh, told Variety that there were different versions of the Academy Awards monologue. Like they had written a couple different versions depending on who like was going to be there. If Tom Cruise would have been there, the jokes would have been different? Yeah, they say that a good chunk, quote, a good chunk of uh, Kimmel praising Cruise for saving the movies was actually cut out because he didn't show up. Check out some of this audio. Okay. Jimmy Kimmel. As is a small independent film called Top Gun Maverick. The movie that saved the movies. Everyone loved Top Gun. Everybody. I mean, Tom Cruise with his shirt off in that beach football scene. El Ron Hubba Hubba. You know what I'm saying? You know, Tom and James Cameron didn't show up tonight. The two guys who insisted we go to the theater didn't come to the theater. So if you're hoping to get a look at Tom Cruise, he's not here. Or or maybe he is here. Maybe that's Tom Cruise right there wearing a Judd Hirsch Mission Impossible mask. Um, so they said that Tom Cruise didn't show up because of uh, the ex-wife was there. Nicole Kidman. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's the rumor. What, they didn't want to make it awkward. That was a that was the the joke of that whole scene yeah. though is that uh, the two guys that wanted us to go to theater are the ones that don't show up. I thought it was a height restriction this year. Oh uh, yeah, remember Tom Cruise held held steady like, hey, I ain't putting this on streaming. I'm gonna put this yeah. in the movies. Yeah, because the movie was filmed Man. two years ago, right? 
a long the, time ago, longer now, because it's going to open in 2020, right? And then this, it got pushed is, and, this is a movie that should be seen in the theaters, and he was correct. I remember they had finished shooting it, or at least were just wrapping, when the Blues were in the Stanley Cup Finals. Because I remember John Hamm being at the pre the pre parade or the pre the pre party, oh. and he had just finished his part in Top Gun. That was 2019, and that's one Dang. of the, by far one of the best movies in the last oh, I love 20 it. years. Before so. I say that and Jeez. agree with you, I need Great to see movie. it a couple times. I absolutely Great. loved, loved it. it. I just want to make sure that I wasn't like drunk on what I loved about it. You, yeah, you know what I, get I mean? That, but um, by the way, they they did they they said that they cut actually three minutes. A three-minute chunk of the uh, the monologue that was dedicated to Tom Cruise, actually honoring him and his role in reviving the the movie industry. Dude on Twitter learned the hard way that you don't say bad things about the White Stripes. Meg White, former political reporter, uh, something Marquet gave his thoughts on the White Stripes tweeting. Get this, he put the tragedy of the White Stripes is how great they would have been with a half-decent drummer. Yeah, yeah, I've heard all the, but it's a carefully crafted sound man takes. I'm sorry Meg White was terrible, and no band is better for having crappy, but different word, Mm. percussion. Uh, Fans immediately defended White's drumming, attacking, 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 (laughs) like Swifty-style attacking. (laughs) One guy put, um, Meg White's drumming is a Rorschach test for how you feel about women musicians, unless you also hate all punk music, which was also based on uh, a technical level, and that was the point. That was the point, and it slapped. Another fan smoke about, uh, spoke about White's onstage presence, writing, On stage with the White Stripes, Meg White looked terminally nonchalant and chill while maintaining a steady backbeat, ensuring that the band's songs never got off track. Calling what she did simple undermines the whole approach of the technique and the execution. I will admit, I remember first seeing them and going, Oh, I don't like this. I don't I don't like this, and it was, it was the drumming. And then I realized... The drumming is kind of what almost makes this this. Man, I and love you, that first record. And yeah, and you really start to respect yeah. it and know that if like you had some technical metal drummer in there, like doing everything real clinically, it it's not going to have the that, same taste. Their first record, uh, the one with "Fell in Love with a Girl" and uh, some other good songs on there. "Hotel Yorba" was a good song on there. Their first couple records were good. Um, I was almost, and this is the way my mind worked back then. What was this? year 2000, 2001. Yeah, right around. When that came, it was so hipster that I didn't want to admit that I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I probably had that yeah. issue too. Because it was so hipster to like them and the, and I was right, in New York yeah, yeah. at the time. The Strokes and the Vines yeah, and the yeah. White Stripes, they were very hipster. Yeah. yeah. And I like secretly listened to it and may or may not have gone, White Stripes? They suck. Yeah. It was the video. I'm into you know, corn and Deftones <laughs> yeah. and Lip Biscuit. Yeah. Aggressiveness. It was uh, the videos. I liked it. It was the videos and the branding that got it, got me into it. Yeah. And I didn't. it didn't even get me into it. It got me from disliking it to, whoa, I totally see what they're doing. And man, that's genius and respectable. Did yeah, you ever see the, the videos, those Michelle Gondry videos? Oh, yeah. They're yeah, those are amazing. Um, she's, she's kind of like Ringo where everyone dogs on him, but then... If you, it takes a second, you just hear one thing of Ringo, and you know exactly who's drumming. Listen, I, I can't critique. I don't know what good drumming is. I, I, I'm not a drummer. It works with that band. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, Again, that's good drumming. <laughs> sometimes good drumming is clinically good drumming, and sometimes good drumming is fitting exactly what this needs to There's, elevate it to something greater. Yeah, fit in the pocket. Yeah, I think, uh, uh, what was the one that really, was it their White Blood Cells record in 01 was really the one that kind of put them over. Uh, but I thought they were a good band, and she she stopped touring because she had crippling stage fright. 
Yeah. Really? Like, that's why they that's why they broke up. She just wouldn't tour anymore. And there was so much lore behind her because she didn't, like, do interviews and, and different things. Like, uh, the, the branding with the red and the white. Like, they didn't do, like, band photo shoots. They did, like, a band photo shoot where they're bullfighters or, or something else. And I was like, finally, finally, I don't have to look at a band that looks like they're bummed to be at the photo shoot. And you know what I mean? Like, well, remember the whole thing was they were brother and sister, but then they found out they were ex- they were married. They were married. Yeah, dude, that's what I mean. All the lore behind yeah. it, it just made thing. it better. Yeah, it was, they really were married brilliant. to each other. They were. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if that was the lore too. Oh, okay. no, they really were married to each other. He was like, a, like worked in an upholstery shop, and um, it's a really cool story to Dang. be honest. I'm, I like Jack White a lot. I, I, I'm a fan of Jack White, but uh, yeah, they stopped. She she quit like mid tour because she had like. Crippling, crippling anxiety and stage fright and just couldn't do it anymore. Wild. Speaking of good drumming, Vince Sevenfold have dropped a new song called Nobody while announcing their eighth studio album and new shows. Nobody is the band's first single since uh, 2018. Vince Sevenfold's upcoming album Life is But a Dream drops June 2nd. The band has also announced two shows. The first is June 9th at the Kia Forum in L.A., followed by June 23rd. Uh, at Madison Square Garden in New York City. You want to hear a little new... Uh, I would love to hear it. New event sevenfold. Here we go. Maria, Maria. Hit me with the hook. I think I got your number. Yeah. All right, yeah, see that in L.A. and New York City coming up in June. Roger Daltrey says there's no point releasing a new album from The Who after the commercial disappointment of their 2019 album, Who. Uh, He said, what's the point of records? We released an album four years ago and it did nothing. It's a great album, too, but there isn't an interest out there for new music these days. People want to hear the old music. I don't know why, but that's the fact. Uh, Play the hits is what they're yelling, huh? I guess so, man. Uh, We're going to see The Who in concert. All right, here's a new song. And then everybody goes to the bathroom. He's over it. Over it. As one of the best-selling uh, vinyl artists out there, Metallica is not over it. And they're making sure that they can keep up with the demand of their fans by buying their own vinyl pressing plant. The band now owns the majority interest in Alexandria, uh, Virginia's Furnace Record Pressing, which is known for its high-quality records. The plant is Oh, all- high-quality, huh? So, it's, here's, here's the story. The plant has already pressed nearly 5 million pieces of vinyl for Metallica since 2014. So, this is like their go-to plant, and they thought, yeah. how can we make more money on this? How does this make more sense as a business? So, they decided to buy it. Uh, drummer uh, Lars and Metallica... Uh, they said they're excited for the new partnership while celebrating Furnace Record Pressing's indie spirit and the passion they have for their craft, adding culturally, we're kindred souls. Well, Ever- they, yeah, they've been putting their stuff out on vinyl as well, simultaneously. Yeah, five million. Yeah, so a lot. they do they do well with that. Avril Lavigne had to deal with a topless protester who rushed the stage while she was introducing a performance at the 2023 Juno Awards on Monday in Edmonton, Canada. As Avril was introducing. Somebody I don't know, a woman joined her on stage and threw off her shirt. I mean, clear as day, wearing, yeah. wearing pink pants and a matching bandana. Now, you couldn't tell initially because the camera, like, zoomed in on, <laughs> on Avril's face real fast. Like, oh, gosh. I saw a crowd shot of it. But apparently she had pasties. Oh, it, it looked like they were bare breasts. It did, but wow. I, I think they're saying that they were pasties. I couldn't see everything, but here's a, here's a little snippet. And uh, Avril, she got uh, R-rated. Immediately. In Canada, the U.S. Said, get get the f off, bitch, right? Yep. And then uh, when she was uh, 
I guess uh, she was uh, receiving an award. That's when she was presenting an award. When she was receiving an award, she got up there and she didn't want uh, somebody else doing the same thing, so she said something about this. Now, nobody try anything this time or the, <laughs> the Canadians matter to me and I'll Y'all get really friendly? Yeah, the Canadian's going to come out, yeah. I guess so. And and she'll uh, F-A-B up. Uh Um, Apparently, this gal was, like, protesting something and had Save the Green Belt written on her. Um, You know, protest protest style. But she looked like she was having a good time. She had her hands in the air. Like, woo-hoo! I'm naked! Uh, Netflix doc on Pornhub will premiere uh, today. Money Shot will look at the history of the Internet's most famous adult entertainment platform, its controversies and backlash. Netflix writes, quote, as anti-trafficking organizations seek justice for victims, can the online giant protect those from whom they profit? Or is this a new wave of censorship for adult performers making consensual porn? The director said this documentary requires us to grapple with what sexuality and consent means when billion-dollar Internet platforms thrive on user-generated content. So this is... Right, this is on Netflix. Is this something I watch on the airplane? Because I love watching documentaries on the airplane. Uh, I would steer clear on the airplane, man. You never know what they're going to show. I don't think they're going to show any nudity. Is there going to be nudity? No, but I mean, I'm sure they're going to have B-roll of... Sexual content? Sure. I mean, Fine, I'll watch Ted Lasso. Yeah, I think that I think that's a safe bet. Fine, I'll watch Ted Lasso. In public. <laughs> My wife, uh, we were trying to figure out uh, you know, what you know, download on the plane, you know, watch, a, watch a plane movie. She goes, I think I'll download Ted Lasso. And I went, oh, I thought it was our show. No, it could be. Just do the split headphones. That doesn't work. That sucks. The split earbuds. Have you done that before? Of course. That sucks. You get that little adapter, you can both plug Life is still great, man. Life is great. Life is great. She's out on on The Last of Us. Oh. She told me. How far? How far? We made it half an episode. Half an episode? It's like, I I just don't. Don't need another zombie show? She's like... I'm just not into it. Well, like you could continue on. Rafe and I were talking about it yesterday, and, and I had some criticisms, but overall, I really like it. It's like it's B, it's a it's a solid B rating for me. And the, I finally caught up and watched the uh, finale yesterday, and I'll tell you a little bit of information about the finale because it was huge, dude. It was awesome. The finale was great. That that episode with Nick Offerman and that whole storyline, yeah. really great. Um, it's right. it's worth a watch. All right, here's the the Pornhub uh, trailer. Knowingly profiting from sex trafficking is what we believe they're liable for. The more I explored, the more aghast I became. I found too many cases of kids whose worst moments were preserved in amber. I was pretty reliant on what management was willing to say about it. All we were told was none of it's true. This industry is going to get cleaned up. Neglect to see that sex work and sex trafficking. I'm are curious. Super- I'll, I'll I'll watch that. Okay. Well, sp- speaking of curious, there's a new um, like reality show, and I, I think Jason Bateman is actually one of the producers on it um, that I just started yesterday. It's basically Alone. Remember the Alone show that Yo, we love yeah, so much? Oh yeah, I love that show. It's basically Alone, like super gamified. Alone meets Survivor meets. Um, uh, children of the uh, what, what's the thing where they uh, Lord of the Flies is it where you have to have teams it's called yes it's called Out yeah. Outlast and it's four teams of four put on some Alaskan island in terrible conditions but what they surmise in upcoming episodes is that they like start burning each other's camps down oh really yeah so, <laughs> so it gets really tribal it's like, I mean that's what they're <laughs> that's what they're suggesting so it hooked me enough that's to watch fun. an episode when I couldn't sleep last night um, and is it's, it good? 
Yeah, I mean, I really loved Alone. Alone is, if you haven't seen that show Alone, is it on Netflix or Hulu? Uh, it was it was kind of all over the place. Netflix had one of the seasons on it. I think um, Hulu has most of it, right? Yeah, the, the one that I saw was like the super group one and then uh, season nine or something. There's a lot of seasons. That so, show's a dig. Yeah, if you don't know Alone, it's, uh, the I mean, these expert survivalists, like experts, outdoorsmen, outdoors women, um, they go, all right. You pick 10 things, and we just drop you off in the middle of nowhere. Survive. Yeah. That's that's the premise. It's yeah, awesome. That show made Survive. me, uh, encouraged me to get a kookery knife, so I got this ridiculous knife now from that Good show. Good to know. So Outlast is interesting. Yeah. Back to the uh, the zombie thing. There's a battle between dragons and z- zombies, not zombies, whatever you want to call them. The, the infected have prevailed. The Last of Us season one finale was seen by 8.2 million night of viewers across all platforms, HBO, HBO Max. Making it the show's most watched episode to date, even though it aired at the same time as the Academy Awards. The first six episodes of The Last of Us were averaging 30.4 million viewers, with the premiere nearly at 40 million viewers. Those are bigger numbers than the uh, the spinoff to HBO's most successful show ever. Oh, okay. uh, House of Dragons. House of Dragons. Which yes. I have not seen. Have you watched it? Yes, I love it. It's good? You love it. Okay, good. I love it. But I was a Game of Thrones nerd. I I mean, I'm going to watch Game of Thrones again, I'm sure, in the wintertime next time. Uh, In the final three episodes, uh, like I said, uh, 30.4 million uh, would mean The Last of Us is bigger than House of Dragon, which averaged 29 million cross-platform viewers over the course of its run in the late summer and fall of 2022. Mm. I think that comes back this month, if I'm not mistaken. What? House of Dragons. House of Dragons. Last of Us is bringing more eyeballs than House of Dragon, but it has a long way to go to catch up to Game of Thrones. Cumulative audience, 30.4 million, is the biggest for any HBO series since the final season of Game of Thrones, which averaged 44 million in 2019. Uh, Ted Lasso's out today, right? Yes. Uh, do they do uh, the series dump or is it weekly? Weekly. Uh, that's a weekly, I thought. Okay. Uh, in the, every Wednesday. Did they get away from doing the series dumps? Some some places. Uh, some places I think have. most have, right? Because even Netflix has too, right? Uh, it depends. I, it depends on the depends on. The I thing. think so. I, everything I watch is is week to week. Well, see, I'm, I'm watching some old shows, so I don't know. I don't know. We're doing the wire. Well, that was the model at first was we'll just put everything out now. We're doing the wire, and all you guys that said to watch the wire, you were right. This is the most spectacular show. One of the, I mean, one of the top fives of all time. A trailer dropped yesterday for a German movie where a guy is trapped in a porta potty on a construction site where demolition is about to take place. The movie has two word title, and the first word is holy, and the second one I can't yeah. say. Uh, the full story is up on the blog. Uh, and I believe it's uh, holy caca. Yes, that's right. That's German for. That stuff. Uh, you know the scene of Back to the Future where Michael J. Fox plays Chuck Berry's Johnny B. Good? Yes. Chris Martin from Coldplay told Michael that it inspired his guitar playing. In an interview, Michael said, what a great compliment that is about influencing Chris. He also said that when he filmed the scene, he was finger syncing to the track because he had actually previously recorded the guitar solo. Mm. And it wasn't that hard so for was really him, him playing, huh? because he already knew the fundamentals of guitar playing. Michael has a documentary coming out called Still... A Michael J. Fox movie. It hits Apple TV Plus on May 12th, and I could not be more excited. What's the I line? Love it. Uh, I love that guy. Hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. Yeah, so, uh, there's something you got to hear. You got to hear this or something, right? Yeah. Oh, uh, I forget man. the line exactly. but There's so many lines. Uh, and then finally, uh, your favorite celebrities have some disturbing links to serial killers. There is a list that was put together. Here are some highlights. I'm going to tell you a celebrity. You tell me if you know the story or the link that they have with a serial killer. 
Uh, let's see. Beach Boy Dennis Wilson. Okay. Uh, that is Charles Manson. Yes.、Uh, Manson showed up at the house and I think stayed with, the, with them for a while. Wilson became friends with Manson when he was an aspiring singer songwriter. That means Charlie Manson's singer songwriter. And that, I've listened to a podcast about that.、Uh, I think. He thought he was promised like a recording contract. Yes, yes, he、uh, was. And that kind of set him off. It was a big deal. Beach Boys even recorded one of his songs, Never Learn Not to Love. Wilson later caught on that Manson was dangerous, abandoned his own、mm-hmm. home to cut ties with them、yeah. because members of Manson's cult were living there. Yeah, like all the, girl, all the girls、Jeez. were there. Yeah, wild story. Chris Farley. Yes,、uh, Kevin Farley told the story. They lived、uh, yes. near a、uh, mental hospital. That's right. Farley grew up in the view of Mendota Mental Health Institute in Wisconsin. By that time, it was home to Ed, Ed Gein. Gein.、Yep. Didn't he the, tell that here?、Uh, yeah.、Yep. The maniac who inspired both Psycho and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. As a kid, Chris and Kevin were worried that Gein or one of the other psychos would escape and break into their home.、Yeah. Woody Harrelson.、Oh, his dad was a. Murderer. That's right. Woody's father, Charles, was a hitman who was involved in dozens of murders. He even claimed that he killed JFK.、Uh-huh. Woody eventually developed a guarded relationship with his dad in prison. Debbie Harry. Okay, she almost, or she was in a car with Ted Bundy? Debbie claims she accepted a ride from Ted Bundy back in the 70s.、Dang. Then she had to jump out of a moving VW bug when she realized he was up to no good. And I think that's one of those stories that may or may not be true. The sentence,、uh, the, the, the next sentence is not everybody believes this yeah, story, yeah. but she's sticking <laughs> to、right. it. And number one, Ashton Kutcher. Ashton Kutcher. This is a story、his、I read about just a few months ago. He, he, his, he came to the home and found his girlfriend. Like he saw her through the window or something, but his girlfriend had been murdered, right? Michael the Hollywood Ripper、yeah. Gargulio. Yeah. In 2001, Ashton was supposed to go on a date with a woman. Oh, okay, so they weren't.、Okay. He showed up at her house. She didn't answer the door. He peeked through a window and saw what he thought were wine stains on the carpet and left. Turns out they were blood stains. The woman had just been murdered by Gargulio. Ashton testified at the trial. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Full list up on the blog. It's, it's, it's crazy stuff. A、uh, couple things for you.、Uh, thank you, Brian.、Uh, hey, Chuck, it's your cousin Marvin. Marvin Berry. Yeah. <laughs> you know that new sign you've been looking for? Well, listen、that's, to this. That's right. Thank you, Brian.、Uh, thank and you. Alicia writes in uh, uh, Burke Kreischer's new special came out yesterday.、Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, we got some news. It's called Razzle Dazzle.、Uh, definitely not for the youngins. Very entertaining.、Uh, Burke Kreischer on the program tomorrow. Right. Our buddy b u r k Kreischer,、uh, we, I think we talked to him last year. Yeah, we did.、Uh, so he's coming on tomorrow.、Uh, he has not only his Razzle Dazzle special on Netflix, he's also got a show here June 24th over at Enterprise. And the dude's got a movie coming out. Yeah, the,、uh, the, the, the machine. Yeah, the take on his, his Russian story. The machine. So we'll talk to b u r k Kreischer tomorrow.、Uh, celebrity celebrating a birthday today. Rapper and comedian Lil Dicky is 35. Star of the FXX series Dave. How, how long did that go? Remember, I, we, we all watched the first season together. It's,、uh, they're filming the third season, or they're、okay. done filming. It'll be out soon. Was two,、uh, I got to remember if I watched two. Was two like just excessively graphic?、Um, there were, there were was、parts. that the one with the doll? Yes. Okay. Uh, the, I did see excessively、that. graphic, yes, but also、uh, it ended on a very sad note. Oh. Maybe I didn't、Something、finish. Something with Gata. Oh, don't tell me that. No, Gator's my favorite. 
You got to watch it. It's excellent. It's a great season. Oh, man. Uh, one of the most famous hot dog eaters in the world, King Scott, is 45. Yeah, now, uh, thank you. Kobayashi is 45. Uh, DJ Joseph Hahn from Lincoln Park is 46. Eva Longoria is 48. Will I Am from Black Eyed Peas is 48. Mark Hoppus from Blink 182 is 51. Pittsburgh Steelers head coach Mike Tomlin is 51. Sugar Ray singer Mark McGrath is 55. Poison singer Brett Michaels is 60. Fabio. Ooh. Fabio. Full name Fabio Lanzoni. One of the highest paid models in the world in Cosmopolitan Magazine's Sexiest Man of the Year in 1993. Modeled for the covers of romance novels that have sold over 100 million copies. Fabio is 64. D. Snyder of Twisted Sister is 68. Sly Stone is 80. Speaking of the Beach Boys, Mike Love is 82. Phil Lesh from Grateful Dead is 83. Judd Hirsch is 88. And con man, televangelist, Jimmy Swaggart is 88 years old. Can I tell a little story about Joe? Uh, Joe Hahn. Sure. So he he had, um, or he probably probably still does. He has a production company and did a lot of music videos. Did a lot of Linkin Park videos, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was doing a lot of rock rock and roll music videos back in the day. And we were approached by uh, Spider Man when Spider Man Two was coming out. We were about to release our second single. Spider Man Two is like, yo, we want to make, we want to put you in this movie. We're gonna pay you stupid money, and uh, but. Uh, and you and you'll be like the 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 song for for the movie, the theme song, right? Yeah. Uh, but you got to use forty five percent Spider Man in your in your video. And man, some people were like, "No, we can't be the Spider Man band, man. That'll ruin our credibility and all this stuff." <laughs> Poor decision, obviously in hindsight. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> we don't want fail. We don't want Spider Man, man. No, and uh, so meanwhile, like when, when they're trying to close that deal, and uh, and we were denying it. Uh, we talked to Joe. We were on tours at Lincoln Park, and uh, and Joe was like, "Hey, I got this great idea for your single for this video. Let's do the video together." And uh, remember, we just denied spiders, no yeah. spiders. And he goes, "Crows." <laughs> and most people in the band were like, "I love it, I love it." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we actually crows are way cooler than we, spiders. We ended up doing a, a couple videos with them, and that was that one was super fun. He's awesome. His entire team was was incredible people. And well, happy birthday, no, Joe Hahn. From no, Park. no band of nicer people on the planet than Lincoln Park. Yeah. Uh, today's porno birthday, which is being brought to you by Patricia's, where fun and fantasy meet, is Sophia Sundabar. And today's birthday girl has been in 81 fine films, including Bye Bye American Pie. That's B I B I. American Pie, Booty Camp, Horny Spanish Flies 1, Lust in Vegas 1, My Wife's a Whore 1, She Got Ass 10, Super Horse 4, and Who Could Forget a Role in 2005's Dirty Knees Behind the Trees. <laughs> well, I mean, gardening. Yep. <laughs> yep, that's that's what that's about. Is that a gardening? Is it, that's, a, that's a documentary. Sophia Sundabar is 44 years old. It's your porno birthday. Those are your crappy birthdays, and that was your crap on celebrities. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back. We have some of your emails to get to. And, man, I'm going to do something, and I think we've never done this before. I'm going to ask... Put that anywhere, Moon. Yeah, I will. Was that your coffee? Uh, no, no, sir. No, I don't spill coffee in this in the studio. That's a rule. Who was that? That was my telephone. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Uh, something I've never asked you guys to do before is uh, is vote for something. Like, vote for us for something. Give it a shot this year, huh? Yeah. It's time to be you again. It's time to go to Victor Men's Health. Now, why are you still going around struggling to have energy and just to feel like you, to be you again? 
Well, there's no need to put that off anymore. It's time, like I said, to go to Victor Men's Health. They have three locations throughout the area, open five days a week. So you can actually get in there. You can actually sit down and schedule an appointment and uh, visit with a doctor or a nurse practitioner and get incredible help. And plus, what I love about Victor Men's Health is they actually will come up with a custom plan for you because no two people are the same. So that makes them very unique from other men's clinic. Do you actually get to sit down and talk with your doctor? Think about that. You can at Victor Men's Health. And that's what I did. And they went over my vitamin levels. They went over everything. They found out I was vitamin D deficient, vitamin B deficient, all kinds of stuff going on inside me, plus preventative things from the future, like maybe diabetes, all that. If I change certain things now, and they went up with a custom plan, and now my levels are incredible, all thanks to Victor Men's Health. And they have all kinds of stuff going on over there. I encourage you to also look at their social media and uh, check out what they've got going on on Twitter and uh, their podcast, Women Want Strong Men. They have incredible information on there. Go to Victor Men's Health. Be you again, victormenshealth.com. That's victormenshealth.com. Hey, podcasters, if you're somebody who suffers from chronic sinus infections, it's misery. You know it. I'm talking about two or three sinus infections a month. You should have a consultation with Dr. Gould at St. Louis Sinus Center. If you're suffering from facial pain and drainage and pressure, you're tired. Riz here for Dobbs Tire and Auto Center, St. Louis's first choice for quality tires and expert auto service. You may not know this, but Dobbs is a local company in business since 1976, and the team includes not only the Dobbs family, but also more than 600-plus expert tire and automotive service techs who work at Dobbs' 43 convenient store locations. Check out Dobbs' early Memorial Day deals at go2dobbs.com. You'll find deals you could use, money-saver coupons to help you save while getting your family vehicle ready for hot-weather driving, including the long road trips many of us will be taking, starting with the Memorial Day holiday weekend and throughout the long, hot summer. Choose Dobbs to keep your family's vehicles in top-running condition. And remember, at Dobbs, with 43 store locations. Convenience is the name of the game. You'll be in, up, fixed, and out same day. Click on go2dobs.com and save with Dobbs May Deals today. Dobbs, the real deal for real deals since 1976. All the time, it's time to get yourself fixed up. Take action by making a phone call to St. Louis Sinus Center and ask about their balloon sinus dilation. It's easier than going to the dentist. It's proven to be as effective as your traditional sinus surgeries. Now, with balloon sinus dilation, minimally invasive procedure, 90 to 95% of patients who have this procedure should never have to have another sinus procedure in your life. Believe there can be relief. Call St. Louis Sinus Center, 3144-RELIEF. That's 3144-RELIEF. Or hit them up online, stlsinuscenter.com, stlsinuscenter.com, St. Louis Sinus Center. Hey, y'all, I'm Kix Brooks. I'm Ronnie Dunn. And we're wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. All right, welcome back to the Riz Show, presented by the Fast Flame. We'll talk to Chris Kerbin just a little bit. Uh, just a reminder, there is a Blues game tonight. Uh, they're at home. So Blues and Wild tonight over at Enterprise. It's a late start. It's an 8.30 start tonight for the Blues game, even though they're at home. I think it's a, a TBS game. That's why they're doing two games on, on TBS tonight. Is it TBS or TNT? Oh, damn it. One of the ones that starts with a T. Oh, Scott, look that up. I'm, I'm pretty sure it is... TBS or TNT? One of the Turners. Mm, let's see. I put in St. Louis Blues TNT. Oh, it's uh, is it TNT. Looks like. I don't think so. Yeah, it says. Oh, Jesus. Come on. Yeah, TNT. It'll match TNT, up. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, their matchups are internationally on TNT. Don't okay, miss your chance you. to watch or listen on TNT. Thank you, guys. Thanks for picking me up. <laughs> Um, yesterday we were talking about how Playboy is uh, is going all digital. So Playboy magazine they ceased uh, printing 
uh, back in 2020. I think kind of quietly. I would think after so many years, you know, Playboy magazine being so iconic. Yeah, I didn't know. Uh, kind of went away with, with little fanfare. But now they're going to an online-only version, and they're starting this thing up to kind of compete with OnlyFans. So with OnlyFans, you could, anybody could go and get an OnlyFans account, and you have your subscribers, and you do, you know, whatever for for a premium per subscription to whatever OnlyFans uh, account you want to sign up for. Mm-hmm. With Playboy, they're doing their model Yes, like OnlyFans, but not just anybody could do it. Yeah, it's Like, different. you have to be picked. You have to be accepted. You have to be accepted by Playboy to open an, uh, an account up, and then people could come and subscribe. Yeah, we, we really knew nothing about it until we were reading about it yesterday. Yeah. And you mentioned it, and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I, I, mean, I didn't even know the other one went away. Uh, and then I had a friend reach out and say, like, oh, man, that's awesome. You guys are talking about that. Um, his, his lady... Uh, is accepted, was accepted, and is on the platform. Oh, so that's her. Yes. Oh, her. Ava Black. Ava Black. And uh, they said that um, she creates content and is doing really well. Now, by the way, it's tasteful nudes. There's no smut or or, or sex. Or yeah, any, what are the rules? So you can't like have that. any sex on there? No, so none of that is allowed. And... He said that uh, she sent, like, the... the, the <laughs> now, by smut, what do you mean by smut? That's an interesting... They, they said it's tasteful news. Like, they're staying with the Playboy yeah, that, that, uh, vibe. The way those pictures were taken and put in the magazines. Right, which is very different than OnlyFans, which is very different from all the other magazines. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, he said that she sent, like, the, 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 the link, like the, um, I guess, you know, the acceptance link or, or whatever it is to a whole bunch of friends, and they were denied. So they are really picky about what gets on there, apparently. But she got in, though. She got in and is doing doing great, making great money. Trying to see what... Uh... He said that she posts when she wants, promotes it how she wants, and shows as much as she wants, and it's rad. So how much is it to subscribe to her, her have, page? I have no idea. Does it say? Um, well, it says... Okay, Follow so here... Ava for free. So it's Ava Black. What a very, very nice-looking woman. So it says follow a follow Ava for Good on you, free, Brian. <laughs> and then follow to receive exclusive content, message privately, and more. Blah blah blah. So I'm I'm sure once uh, I'm you, sure once you click, you get a link back. Yeah, once you follow, you you get your options. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I wonder if it's like a tiered. I like don't a know tiered membership, or if it's one of those where they set it up. Man, I got questions. Ask him. Ask him. Uh, how much is it to subscribe to her page? What kind of cut does Playboy get? If he's willing to share this information. Because obviously you're using Playboy's platform. Um, so like OnlyFans, if you open an OnlyFans account, which I want to open an OnlyFans account for your feet. <laughs> yeah. Can you I th- pimp out your feet? You th- of course. You think I'd get accepted? <laughs> you think no, I'd get accepted I, on no, Playboy? I want to do OnlyFans. There's got to be a Playgirl. I want to pimp out your feet. On uh, OnlyFans. Okay, man. Um, how much does OnlyFans get? So if you make uh, if you make a, a hundred bucks, how much does OnlyFans get of that hundred? And and if you make a hundred bucks on on Playboy's OnlyFans type thing, how much do they get? Let's see. They get half. They get you know twenty five percent. Yeah, it says OnlyFans takes twenty percent of your earnings. Okay, so OnlyFans takes twenty percent. I wonder how much. I bet you it's more for Playboy. Uh, well, what's the, what's the platform called? 
The Playboy platform? Yeah, what's it? Is it just Playboy on, online? Like, I don't know. Is it Playboy.com? Playboy. How much cut does Playboy take? Yeah, it's hard to find because, I mean, I, I need the, I need the specific app or whatever the heck. Well, uh, ask Brian if, if he's willing called. to give the information up. Yeah, I'm wondering. I mean, 20% for, for the only If I'm not asking too much. Seems pretty reasonable, right? I mean, if you use twenty percent, well, yeah. If you're thinking about the app stores and a lot, a lot of businesses, you know, like uh, cutting in Amazon on percentages and uh, the app, the Apple Store, thirty percent. You know, thirty seemed to be kind of like a standard across a lot of a lot of platforms. So twenty actually sounds pretty reasonable. Cameo is not. That's not. I think that's above. I think that's thirty or above. Thirty percent. Damn. I think so. Yeah, they take maybe maybe even half of it. Damn. I for, I forget. So uh, are they calling the centerfold? Okay. Cameo takes Cameo takes twenty five percent of every transaction, and then, and then some, depending on. Apply to be a Playboy bunny. Hmm. What's it called, Playboy centerfold? I think so. Yeah, now it's all digital. We're here, guys. That's it. No more uh, finding your dad's Playboys. Well, you find your dad's. Passwords, I guess. <laughs> um, man, when we bought the uh, the farmhouse, did I tell you, man, the the, the old uh, the old man who had the farm before us had a collection, dude, hundreds, hundreds, like like an actual collection where you, where you could sell them for hundreds for a lot of money. Yes, I I, I have them all. Wow. Okay. That's why I haven't seen him on the weekends. Yeah. <laughs> That's why my right arm farm. is huge, right? Yeah. You're going out on the farm a lot these days. Yeah. You know, there's no farming to be done. It's December. <laughs> I mean, I'm talking back to like the uh, the 70s. In good condition. If they're in good condition, dude, figure out what the value of that collection is and unload. I have them all in a box. How uh, many How many are we talking? I'm talking like a good like 100. Let's see. Dang. 150. In good condition. I mean, there are. Uh, they're they're in, in good condition, and some are in fair condition, not because of bad reasons, because they've just been out. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Not for is. gross reasons. No, that's what yeah, my mind believes. Not. not for gross reasons. No. Um, I'm trying to find out how many overall there were as far as issues. I mean, monthly for since the 60s. Why can't I find they that had number? 12 months back then, right? <laughs> I mean, since the '60s, they—I mean, twelve a month. I'm sorry, twelve a year plus special editions, hundreds. Yeah, I guess so. Hundreds. Um, all right, before we get to uh, your emails, um, man, I've never done this before, and I feel weird doing it. Um, but I saw that uh, St. Louis Magazine put out their uh, nominees for the A-list. A-list oh, yeah. 2023. Yeah, and we've won some of those before, right? I think the show won one year. We always lose the Courtney show. <laughs> we always listen to the Courtney show. But they but they campaign, right? I don't know what they do. And I love Courtney and everybody over there. That's not a knock on them if they yeah, do yeah, campaign of course or not. not. No. We've never campaigned for anything. Nothing. We've never, ever asked you guys to vote for us for anything. Can you remember a time? Uh, other than, like, charity things and things? No. Other than, cha- other than charity things? No, no. Well, for no. charity things, we, we ask you to, you know, donate to a particular cause. We've won things that we've made fun of. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's for sure. Yeah, and, and we've won, you know, RFT best ofs and, and uh, you know, I, I think we won the Missouri Broadcasters Awards. I mean, we you know, we've, we've got a good amount of awards. Thank you. Thank you all who have voted for us in the right. past. Missouri Broadcasters Award, uh, which I was complaining about a couple weeks ago. 
<laughs> That's voted on by a bunch of idiots uh, who are part of the association. Uh, this is a strictly, you know, uh, a reader, uh, listener voted on. Um, and, I, and I saw that Moon was was nominated uh, in two different categories. And that's why Dang. I want to get the word out. Whoa. Because I don't think you've been, I, have you, do you have an A-list award? I don't, I don't, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I think Greek Fire does. Or do no, 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 that's, a, that was an RFT. That was an RFT award. Thank you, RFT. Um, yeah, no, I don't think so. I don't think I've ever been. Not, well, I'm campaigning for you yeah, right now. I'm mixing nice. up. Thank you. What 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 am I on there for? And you know, while you're on there, you can vote for the race. I'm on there for saying. best yeah, Cardinals yeah, yeah. player, aren't I? Uh, Moon is up for biggest douchebag. Oh, it's your year. Oh, yeah. Congrats, man. <laughs> I'm uh, typically runner up to to the guy next to me. Uh, hey. STLMag.com, A list, St. Louis, 2023 voting round is now open. Vote daily. Oh, you can vote every day. Oh yeah, awesome. Uh, earlier this year, nearly 30,000 people cast nominations for St. Louis Magazine's A-List Reader's Choice Poll in support of their local favorites. We narrowed it down to the top nominees in each category. It's time to cast your votes. Now through April 10th, help us recognize the metro area's favorite shops, restaurants, personalities, and more. Awesome. I always feel weird. I, I feel weird personally campaigning. Uh, it's very self-serving. And you know me, very unselfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's uh, So what, what was that for? Well, let's go. Let's see here. Okay. Because I just found your name. I haven't found mine. Let's see here. Uh, let me see. Art event. Who cares? Art gallery. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm in the uh, I'm in the arts and entertainment section here. Art gallery. I don't know. Uh, art museum. What's your favorite art museum? We'll vote. Oh, my favorite art museum. Yeah, St. Louis Isn't Art it Museum. The art museum. Well, we'll vote Does for that. Does city museum count? Uh, author. Sure. No, it's not on there. That's not a that's not a museum. That'd be more of an attraction. Uh, author, how are you, how are the dirtbags not on, not nominated for cover band? Oh, eh. no big deal. That's we'll, a shame. We'll, we'll get them next yeah. year. Well, who do we like? After Midnight, STL, Burning Bridges, Four Play, Just in Time, or Mr. Blue Sky? Oh no, man, never. I don't know any uh, of these bands. I'm not familiar. Just in Time's a pretty good name. Uh, band original. Here you go. A Greek fires up for original band. All right. Nice. Go. Look cool. at you guys. Much appreciated. Up against the Ruby Lee Band, Washington Avenue, the Bosman Twins, or Bozeman Twins, Greek Fire, Crystal Lady. We'll vote for Greek Fire. Thank you. One vote I pr- cast. I appreciate that. Uh, let me see your favorite blog. No. Favorite blue. Who is our favorite blues player? Rayco, um, Shen, Bennington, Thomas, or Cairo? Uh, I'm going to go. Behind, I'm, I'm saying Robert Thomas. I like yeah, Robert I think Thomas. that's. I'm going to go Cairo. We already voted for Thomas. Okay. <laughs> uh, Cardinal player, Arenado, Newt Bar, Wainwright, Edmund, Goldschmidt. I'm going to go, since this is last year, Barbie Wainwright. Okay. If Wainwright's on there. Yeah. Seems like a good egg. <laughs> I was thinking Arenado, <laughs> but yeah. I, I, well, I'm, it's, it's Wainwright's yeah. last year, so we'll vote for we'll vote for Wainwright. You're right. He needs another award. Uh, favorite casino? Uh, River City sounds cool. River City, I think I've been there once. I'm going to vote for Hollywood Casino. Uh, favorite comedy club? I'm not going to wade into those waters. Yeah, well, yeah, we're <laughs> too, too, too many that. friends involved there. Uh, really concert series, uh, Joy FM Sofa Series, Dark Room Series, St. Louis Symphony Orchestra, the Whitaker Concert Series, or Hot Country Nights. Hot Country Nights. Hot Country is, Nights, is baby. Yeah. Thing, so I'm voting for that. Favorite dance company, favorite DJ, favorite festival. It's our favorite festival. Our favorite uh, festival. What are, what, give festival me the options. Festival of Nations, 
Festival of the Little Hills, Tower Grove Pride, Japanese Festival, Music of the Intersection. Oh, they're all so good. I will go... Little Hills? I'll go Festival of the Little Hills. All right. Yeah. Yeah. This is me. Uh, live music venue. Oh, Ooh, too many friends there. Sorry, oh, boys. you want to hear the nominees? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Casa Loma Ballroom. What, what's that? I'm not, I'm not familiar. Uh, the Wildy Theater, The Factory, The Pageant, or Focal Point. Yeah, I'm not going to touch this one. Uh, live theater group. Uh, oh, here we go. Local musician. All right. Calvin Evans, Ruby Lee, David Gomez, Ryan Cheney, Moon Valjean. Oh, nice. Hey, much appreciated. Calvin Evans. I do work yep. hard. <laughs> hey, Ryan Cheney's great. Moon, R-U-B-Y. Ryan Cheney's great. Ruby Lee. Yeah, congratulations, Moon. That's good. I mean, you're, you're, everybody's great. You can't write in. I don't know about this. You can't write in anybody. Hey, that's you're very cool. You're famous now. I appreciate it. Uh, favorite movie theater? Alamo uh, Draft House, Chase Park Plaza's, Ronnie's, whatever High Point Theater, B&B Wentzville. Is Ronnie still cool? Ronnie's used to be I haven't been there in years. back in the day. I haven't been to High Point. I've been to the Chase Park Plaza Cinema. Yes, yeah, it's, it's cool. That's it's nice. It's what it is. Yeah. I, I would, I'm going to go Ronnie's just from Fine. for nostalgia. Ronnie's it is. Uh, museum, non-art. City Museum. There it is. Psh. Over the Museum of Transportation. Oh, I do love Dang. the museum. Are you talking about the one in Kirkwood? I like that one. Man, I don't know. That's a tough one. Who, well, what what else are, is on there? Art Museum? museum. Uh, Muse uh, Missouri History Museum, National Blues Museum, the St. Louis Kaplan Feldman Holocaust Museum, Museum of Transportation, City Museum. I mean, I I, yeah. I think City Museum's yeah, going to take that's, it. That's my They're all great, though. Over the Holocaust Museum? Okay. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> You're ridiculous. Hey, didn't you see you? You, you passed right over yourself. What? Uh, radio well, personality? First of all, radio show, the Rizzuto show is on there. Yeah, well, I haven't gotten there yet. Oh, okay. My We're bad. Going, oh, where's going? Next is radio personality. All right. Yeah, it is. Okay, we got Courtney Landrum, who I will probably love win. Courtney. She'll love probably Courtney. win. Yep. She's, She's amazing. Great. Uh, Sandy Brown from Joy FM. Uh, how about Sandy. Anthony Stalter? Huh? Anthony Stalter, yeah. get on out of here. Get nominated. Yeah, buddy. Man. Uh, Jason Church, we used to work Ooh, with him. I love Church Jason. Dog. Jason. What a nice, Hi, Jason. What a what a nice, nice guy. Church Dog. Jason's great. Yeah, Jason's awesome. W S I E, uh, and uh, yours truly. Who? Hey, feel free. Hey, Scott Rizzuto. Feel free. You could, vote. You could throw. Yeah, go ahead. I just voted for you, buddy. Uh, radio show. How about this? Okay, here's who's nominated for favorite radio show: St. Louis Magazine. Courtney Show will oh, probably love win. Them. Yeah, they're great. <laughs> yeah. Courtney Show will probably win. Uh, the morning after next door. Oh, sweet. Uh, fast Lane. Oh, uh, also almost next door right there. Uh, the Jazz Collective with Jason Church. And uh, The Rich Show. Get out of here. All friends. Yeah, yeah all friends. All great. friends. We're all winners. This guys. is I a win-win. How about we agree to tie? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we agree to tie. Yeah, what do you think? You think McKernan's in on that? <laughs> <laughs> You think he's okay with a tie, a sports guy? Uh, let me see. Oh, radio station. Favorite radio station. Uh, the Arch, Joy FM, KDHX, or The Point. Dang. Very cool. I didn't realize we were up for so many possible awards. That's that's great. Yeah. Pretty good, well represented. Good for us. Pretty well represented. 
Appreciate you, uh, STL Mag. Appreciate yeah, you. Nice. And and the people, I guess you know, you got to nominate. So, and I I do want to say thank you for those who who nominated us, who did write in to nominate. You know, uh, the various entities. And I'll just say for Hubbard. Yeah, that's incredible. Incredible. That's M- cool. Much appreciated. Uh, sports team. Who are we voting for the sports team? You got to go city because it's their first year. But are, you, are, um, are they even on there? City, Cardinals, Blues, Battle Hawks, oh. St. Louis Slam. What's St. Louis Slam? I have no idea. Um, man, I, I think it's a it's a tight race between City and Battle Hawks, is it I not? I think you know. I think City and Battle Hawks. You know, it's it's yes, they are favorites, but they're they just started. Yeah, but that's why you have to kind of give it to them because they're. Uh, I mean, right? I mean, this is such a yeah, special thing. What do you go to for... the most? Like what you you know like this year? What are you going to go to the most? Well, it's I'll go. To, I'll go to more soccer games than anything. But I'm. I'm just saying, like you know, it's such a history here so for wanna, soccer. I'm not. I'm not just a homer here. So for, you'll for the put sport. soccer down. Hundred percent. I think I'm going to vote for the Blues and maybe City next year. Nice. Oh, yeah, I think this is the the year for City. Yeah, man. I'm going Cardinals. Can't this we? Year, can't man. we celebrate? Goodness gracious! Heck give it yeah. to him once. Heck yeah! But. Uh, TV meteorologist, who are we voting for here? Uh, Scott Connell from five, Chris Higgins from two, Slaughter from five, Zimmerman from two. Uh, dude, Templeton gets my vote. Heck yeah, that's sure. <laughs> you know that. <laughs> they're all they're all lovely though. Uh, TV sports anchor Kilcoin on two, Daniel Estive from two, Cusimano from five, Doug Vaughn from four. Brooke Grimsley, who now works here, I don't think she even works for Channel Four anymore. No, no, she's she's right down. She's on the uh, opening drive. Who are we voting for? Well, let's vote for Brooke. Brooke. Yeah, but Doug Vaughn's next door. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I was just gonna say. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna vote for Doug Vaughn since I feel like I'm always walking into him in the hallway. Yeah, that's true. Does anybody know that joke? Does anybody know that? You think all sports guys in the in the that, don't don't say that. Don't, yes, don't. you do. No, they I all don't. look alike. No. <laughs> no, I don't. But have, have we ever told that story? That inside joke. I mean, it's not even an inside joke. You guys make fun of me because you thought that was Martin Kilcoin. I while. did. I did. Just 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 for a moment. And I don't have the greatest of vision. I've been wearing my glasses recently. I don't have them on today. But uh, when I came in one day, I was like, "Hey, uh, he was just down the hall. We were looking on on TV, and and Kilcoin was on, and I go, he was he was just here." Wearing something totally different. You go, what do you mean? And I was like, he was just right there. I think he went in the McKernan show. And he goes, that's Doug Vaughn. That's Doug Vaughn, <laughs> I was like, oh, idiot. man. <laughs> they do have a similar look is all I'm saying. And I don't have the greatest of vision these days, apparently. Man, there's like a million different categories here you can vote for. Everything from favorite French fries, favorite, uh, favorite French fries. Who's on that? Who's on that list? JP's Hideout, Pub and Grill, Cellar House, Steve's Hot Dogs, Irish Gypsy, Max Local Eats. Uh, Steve gets our vote. Yeah, Steve. Favorite sandwich? Gramophone, Joya's, Irish Gypsy, Mom's Deli, Blue City. I feel like this I've is, never had Gramophone this yet. This is Gramophone. Okay, but I've okay. Gramophone got skipped. They have the best sandwich For favorite in the world. sandwich? The King Scott sandwich? Are this, you kidding me? Come on, guys. On the list, though, this goes to Gramophone. Or it should. I, I mean, everybody else gets all this hype. A gramophone yep. has been like this hidden gem, consistently delivering sandwiches to drunk people late at night that are just out of You know, the room. fact that heavy smoke is not in the mix for barbecue. Are you serious? You know what? Right, I'm not voting. Real, real quick. Um, you, you know why I'm going I'm I'm to make an argument for gramophone? I know I've talked about how good their sandwiches are. Gramophone makes a exquisite sandwich for people that they don't have to make an exquisite sandwich for. Do you understand what I'm saying? Blues, yeah, yeah. Blues Deli and all these, like, they're making sandwiches at lunchtime and all that. Not the gramophone isn't. But 
the vast majority of people that try and gramophone sandwich for the first time are doing it after a concert or after a beer hall visit or whatever the heck it is. And they don't even need a great sandwich. So gramophone is going above and beyond to make exceptional craft work for people that don't require it. Yeah. I guess uh, heavy smoke, since they're in the, the actual, like, you know, there's like the major league of barbecue thing in the world. This is their number one, I guess. That's they can give I mean. it to the other guys. They can let them have a little uh, bit of fun here. One more uh, Italian restaurant. Uh, La Russo's, Liliana's, Favazza's, Trattoria Marcella, and Noto. I do want to give a shout-out to Noto. That is an excellent, excellent Italian place. Yeah. Still That's gotta, out there. And, uh, go. I want to try St. that. Peter's. St. Peter's. I want to try that. Excellent. You got to make a reservation because it's Oh, yeah, really you do. Small. Like two yeah. weeks out. Yeah, it's a small place. They, you only, they're only open... They're not open on the nights that I always try. They're only open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Is that it? Yeah, because yeah. we, we have, uh, you know, Tuesday date nights. So that would be... Pizza, non-St. Louis style. Pizza. Mellow Mushroom, Katie's, Pizza Head, Dewey's, Pie Guy. Katie's always wins yep. this, right? Katie's, Katie's is good. They have so many fun pizzas over at Katie's. Mellow Mushroom's good, too. I want to try that one. I, I don't know if I've had Mellow. Is that the one that's on uh, Mid River Small Drive? Yeah, they just opened up one on... Uh, Wait, did they bring one in? Uh, yes, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And okay. they got they got a cool vibe too. We we took the yeah. family. They just opened up one in Chesterfield. We I took the to family go. there, and it's a, it's a lot of fun. They got all the the you know style. There's a lot yeah, of yeah. style to it. So stlmag.com, vote for your favorites. Hopefully, we'll be amongst your favorites. Oh, we got uh, we got to get Carver on. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break. We'll get to your emails after. Yo, it's Joey Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. All right, welcome back to The Riz Show. On the phone, our buddy Chris Kerber. Are you ready? For Chris Kerber, the radio voice of your St. Louis Blues. Say, Chris, uh, it's the Riz Show presented by the Fast Lane. I, I, I have a couple more days of saying that, Chris. <laughs> couple more days. Listen, yeah, you guys got to pick it up so you don't lose that bet again, huh? Uh, well, so if we do the Pick'em Challenge again next year, so now we got Learn and Rafe. Rafe is a good. Rafe knows football. Chris, Learn knows nothing about sports. What are we gonna do? You're gonna win. Yeah, we're gonna win. I'm gonna teach her my mascot. You're, you're gonna win. I think. It didn't last year. Didn't last year prove or, or that that really knowing anything about it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Anthony Stalter is probably the most educated uh, uh, sports guy as far as like who's going to win, all the all the points, Does all the expectations. Does he do stuff for the NFL Network? I mean, dude, the, the guy is <laughs> NFL is in his blood, and I think he started losing. What was it? The first four or five yeah. weeks. I think he if lost? you overthink things, yeah. and you said educated, that's it. Sometimes you overthink it. It's it, it's detrimental to to the pick. Sometimes, yeah. Actually, that's, that's exactly right. I think I think you guys would be in good shape. Pavel Dimitra, Pavel Dimitra used to win the Super Bowl pool all the time, if I remember right. And he would just guess it on uniforms, like like <laughs> the NFL playoffs and stuff. So, like I think uh, I mean seriously. I mean I know like like if you are a professional gambler. Like there are certain things you're looking for because you're chipping away, you're betting twenty, you know, hundred bucks to win twenty kind of thing. I, I, I get that, right? But nah, like unless you're around a team, unless you're really following the team, unless you know what's really going on on the inside, you know, it's it's the honestly, it's a pretty good guess. 
So I think you're, you're okay with guessing. Okay. All right. I, I don't want to lose again, Chris. No, nah, we're going to be fine. I hate losing. No. I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you the mascot bit, and that okay. is just which mascot teach me. would beat the teach other me, mascot. Teach me, Jedi. Oh, I'm telling you, dude. Hey, hey, listen. Speaking of speaking of bets, we've got I've got one with Michelob Golden Light on tonight's hockey game. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. Earlier in the year, the preseason, Michelob Golden Light, which is, is all over the state of Minnesota, right? And you get it here. Now, it's, it's one of my favorite beers, to be honest with you. Okay. I love it. So I, I was following them on Twitter, and I kept seeing these uh, these posts of Minnesota Wild stuff. And, and it was in the preseason, and I saw this post that says, what does this make you think? And it was a picture of a Minnesota Wild player. And so I hit reply to them. I said, it makes me think how many times a loser are going to beat them during a regular season. <laughs> well, that led... That led to a back and forth on Twitter. So we've got a bet going with Michelob Golden Light that if the Blues win the regular season series, they throw a hockey party at Obi Clark's Whoa. here in St. Louis for us, right? Uh-huh. And if the Minnesota Wild win the season series, then I got to go on the video board at the XL Energy Center in a Minnesota Wild jersey and, and post the Minnesota Wild fans. Damn. So oh, man. Right now, the series is tied one-to-one with the road team having won, right? Uh-huh. And while the Blues are a totally different team than when this bet started, right now the Wild, they're on an absolute tear. They're like 10-0-3 in their last 13 games. They haven't lost in regulation since the 15th of February, but Kaprizov is injured. So I've got a little bit of hope here that we could take the series lead tonight with the final game in April. Well, you know, do you think the Wild, you know, like, oh, we're going into St. Louis to play not a great team. You know, maybe maybe they'll take their foot off the throttle a little bit. I'm hoping for that. I'm hoping the fact that it's the end of a four-game road trip for them. That I'm, I'm hoping for everything that plays into this one. Look, I, I've been really kind of blunted maybe to the fact that I've angered some fans a little bit that, look, right now for the St. Louis Blues, securing the highest possible draft pick really is what's prioritized. Now, you're not going to convince the players to lose. The coaches are going to try to win. You know, you, you like, I'm not talking about the guys on the ice and the coaches and stuff, but it's just you don't get all that bent out of shape in a loss, except for tonight. Like, when, when, <laughs> when there's a beer bet on the line, okay, that supersedes draft picks. Okay, so at least at least that's my rule. Now what, the beer bet's on the line, so 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 we need to win tonight. What kind of party we're talking about at Obi Clark's? I don't know. We, we, well, we, we've met with them once actually to go over this, so we just kind of figure it out. <laughs> but it's basically going to be one where we're handing out a lot of Michelob Golden Light to people. All right, is there going to be food? Uh, you know, maybe other <laughs> toasted free, wraps free or beer, something. For free beer, and we'll make sure some foods thrown in here. You uh, bet. All right, go blue. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I was talking earlier uh, in the show. Uh, I had listened to an interview with Al Michaels uh, the other day. He was on. Uh, you, you ever listen to that Smartless podcast? Jason Bateman, uh, Will Arnett, and uh, uh, Sean Hayes. I have not. Okay. No, I have not. It's it's a it's it's a very good podcast. They have a lot of great guests. So they had the great Al Michaels on as a guest uh, this week. And and Chris, would you say as far as legendary sports broadcasters go best in the business ever. Al Michaels is in the top five. Oh yeah. I'd have to say because across all sports so early on in his career, he put an iconic call together that, um, that frankly, I don't know that anybody comes close to. So um, yeah. And then the amazing thing and the the wild thing about uh, that call and, and him doing hockey in the 1980 Olympics was when, when they were looking, I, um, 
was it ABC or was it ABC when they were looking for a, who in their stable had hockey experience? He was the only one that had called a game, and I believe he had only called one game, mm-hmm. one hockey game. And they put him with Ken Dryden. And uh, the, the do you believe? I mean, just the perfect scenario, right? The, the the college kids against the Soviet Red Army team. The the political nature of what was going on in the world between the two countries, the Cold War. Well, he had all talked about that, and then the it's it's unbelievable. Well, he talked because he he. I mean, he's called everything. I mean, from yes. Super Bowls to World Series to Olympic hockey, he has not called many hockey games. Uh, no, less than ten, uh, and and probably has the most iconic. The history-making sports call of all time that you do believe in miracles. But they asked him on the show, what is the hardest sport to call? And he, without hesitation, said hockey on the radio. Hockey on the radio is the hardest sport to call from Al Michaels, the legend. He said that. And I know a guy that calls hockey on the radio. He's on the phone right now. It's well. I, I like the fact that people think that. So you know, it's it, it, it really is the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. I'm joking. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> no, you know what? I, it, here's the thing. And I've called. I've called football. I've called baseball. I've called basketball. Uh, the, the difference is just the speed and how you connected and. And if you study the greats, you study Dan Dan Kelly, you listen to Danny Gallivan, go back and just listen to some old Foster Hewitt highlights, uh, you know, the, the first great. Um, you, you know, the common thing you hear is just how little they actually say. So, like, if you're thinking mechanically how a broadcaster does, if I get too wordy during a game, it's going to be hard for you to follow and listen to what's going on because it's too much information. I mean, and even – and and I know what, and it's sort of like if you've got runners on, say, first and third, and the batter in baseball hits the ball down the line and into the corner, where you've got to talk about the runner coming home from third, potentially the runner from first scoring. You've got the hitter, the batter, going either for a double or a triple, and you've got the outfielder going to throw the ball home with a cutoff play, and he may go to second, third, or home with that cutoff throw. If you try to do that in complete sentences and all that, it, it's not going to work. It, yeah. It's just it's just economy of words, and that's where Dan Kelly was so amazing. He could just he could move the puck, you know, it'd be plagger behind the net, and and you knew exactly where it was, you know, and 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 then then they move it up. Not a Berenson at center, and and all of a sudden yeah. you just you just picture the puck going from Bobby Plager to Red Berenson, right? And and then and then you hear, and you know. Dumps it into Federico. And then so somewhere in the offensive zone, you know, and, and so in those few words, he's moved the puck from Plager to Berenson to Federico, and you're, you've gone from one side of the rink to the other. And as a listener, you're okay with it. That, that's what made those guys great. Well, the reason Al Michaels gives as far as why radio hockey is hard to call is because possession changes so much. Usually it's offense and defense. On football, the offensive team will have the ball for three minutes. And then defense will be on defense for three minutes. With hockey, you're going from offense to defense. The, the possession could change hands. How many times a minute? Four or five times in a minute. Oh, easily. Yeah. And and, and the, the other thing, though, that, that you really try is, and, you, and is, you can get yourself in a rut, is how do you describe the same thing without using the same words all the time so it doesn't get boring well, for Well, Doc Emmerich is the best at that. Yeah. he Doc, Doc is excellent at it. My, my, listen. One of my all-time favorite, from a national standpoint, hockey broadcasters, 
I absolutely love Gary Thorne. I oh, I could Thorne. listen to Gary. I could listen to Gary Thorne describe somebody loading the dishwasher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I could just you know if you go back and, and and you pull this up during one of the breaks, but pull up Mario Lemieux's return after he he missed a couple years with the non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, yeah. and and he gets an assist on on the first play of the on the on his first shift, right? My, and a sister ago, I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you. Gary Thorne's call, the passion behind it was just amazing. And, and, and that's the other thing is you can, you can screw up some, some actual mechanics, but if you have passion, that, that, that's a big part of it. I used to, like, there are times, like, I'll use the word back and drive them like, like the, you know, and the puck goes back into the blue zone, the blues drop it back, you know, and now it's back to the Rangers and that kind of stuff. Sometimes I'll take an index card or a piece of tape and I'll put it in front of me with a word on it. And I try to go an entire broadcast without using that word. Mm. Yeah, just challenge yourself. So you don't get, yeah, so you challenge yourself and you don't get into certain habits. Uh, Let's talk about, uh, so tonight's game, it's the Wild, it's the Blues. Uh, It's a late start, 8.30, because I think it's a TNT game tonight. Yes, yeah, it's a nationally televised game, so uh, 8.30 start tonight. Hey, Chris, uh, just to go back for a second, if you're you're thinking about getting your numbers up on TikTok or whatever, I I would definitely... Watch the entire duration of a two or three minute video of you calling a dishwasher load. I uh, tell you what, man, I'm, I'm, think- uh, yeah. I'm thinking it through right now, and I can just hear you. He puts the spoon; it's the large spoon into the rack. It is upside down, handle down. Like I could just, I can hear it. So do it, yeah. That's the next piece of content yeah, you know I'd like to I, see from Chris. I Kerman. would do. I would do that. Yeah, I, I would. I think didn't Joe Buck or somebody do this where people sent them like videos of yes. them doing normal stuff? Yes, yes, yes. I want to yeah. see Chris Kerman yeah. do that. People were sending stuff to Joe Buck to call. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what are we looking? Uh, what are we looking uh, forward to for the rest of this season? Um, Jake Neighbors, uh, how's he? doing is he going to be back soon yeah he, he's skating again but no i don't i don't expect them back soon we'll, we'll, we'll find out i mean I, there's absolutely no reason to rush that shoulder injury uh whatsoever with with the way this season's gone and he's not eligible to play in the american league because he did he wasn't on the clear day list there mm-hmm. so um look i i think a few things you're looking for i think you're looking for uh, how does Pavel uh, Butchnevich continue to look at center? If they, if they can figure out that they've got him as a centerman, you really like what they've got down the middle going into next year with Thomas Shen and Butchnevich. Uh, I, I think every single hard matchup with the playoffs on the line. So Minnesota's just a few points behind Dallas for first in the division, right? So you know that when Thomas and Kyra are on the ice, they're getting the top defensive matchup. They're getting the hardest. They're, they're, they might be getting the Felinos, who's going to try to check them through the wall, mm. you know, and, and things. And how they learn and respond to that in these final 16 games, to me, is huge because it's going to tell them exactly what their offseason has to be to be ready for that kind of grind next year. These two young players, and deservedly so because of their skill and success they've had offensively in this league at a young age, at Kyrie 24, Thomas still 23. They, they are now finding out what it's like to have been Ryan O'Reilly and Alexander Steen and David Perron and what those top matchups were like when everything was on the line and how you have to perform defensively and offensively. It's a learning curve. They're in that learning curve. And so, to me, that's another huge aspect of these final 16 games. All right, so that's what we'll watch. Tonight, we're hoping for a win for our buddy Chris Kerber. Obviously, uh, you know, a lot on the line. Uh, in fact, I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going to put my kids' college fund on tonight's game. <laughs> That's good, man. That's yeah, good, well. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
<laughs> you know, some of these public schools have, a, have that A-plus program where community college is covered. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. So you, you, you'd be all right. I have to come on. Sorry, and go. kid. We put it. Yeah, we we we, we thought it was going to be Harvard. Uh, we got we got a great option down the street. So I got I got two kids. I go. All right, kids. One of you is going to college. One of you is not. Fight it out. <laughs> all right, Chris. We love you, buddy. Have a great call tonight. We're pulling for the Blues, and uh, we'll speak to you next week. All right, fellas. Cheers. Have an awesome there week. There he is, the great Chris, Chris yeah. Kerber. Buddy. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, quick break. We'll come back. Your emails. St. Louis, this is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening to Presenting Show. All right, welcome back to the race show presented by the Fast Lane. So, guinea pigs are gone, huh? No, 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 no. We have three guinea pigs right now. I thought you wanted to get rid of them. We are in that process. That's what I'm. So, yesterday, remember we were doing the Price is Right thing on Craigslist, and uh, Rafe brought up the, the gal who impulsively bought 11 reptiles. Yeah. We were, trying to guess, we were trying to guess what the price was that they were letting it go for. And I was like, $1,000, man. That's $2,000 worth of animals. And uh, what was the price? Free. Free, free yeah. to a loving home. And you know what? Uh, and 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 this kid, this this kid that, that takes care of the, takes care of these the animals, the kid in your house, yes, is the most amazing pet owner. She truly, I mean, she cleans these things up every single day. She she cleans her room. I mean, she is just a masterful pet owner. Truly, so proud of her. Um, and honestly, she deserves something from that. And she's like, hey, you know what? They need to find another home. I'm I'm running out of time to give them the love and and, and time. How much care do they need that I have for them? Well, guinea pigs? Oh, dude, they're they're pretty. It's it's not high maintenance. Oh, they're they're oh, easy, but with these things you can't play catch with them. No, but they're friendly. They're pretty awesome. I will say they're pretty awesome. Uh, any anyways, but she she was like, you know, I've I've put so much money into this, and uh, what would you say we get like a hundred bucks out of it? And I was like, oh, dude. And my wife was like, um, this might be one of those where like you should you should offer them for free. All all the gear. I mean, she's got like a hotel for these things, um, and all, all the gear. And so I think. I think we're looking to rehome three loving guinea pigs. With all the gear? Whoa. With all the gear for freezies. Well, let's just say suggested donation of 100 bucks. Well, yeah. So what, what, <laughs> what, what, what we told her what we told her is it's going to end up costing you more money if it takes you a few months to, uh, to find a buyer for a low dollar amount like that. And just, just give them away now and, and find them a loving home. Like, you know, be be choosy on who you pick. So you putting it out there? You want a racial listener to take these guinea pigs off your hands? But that way, hey, listen, that would be lovely. I I have the snake you of want a, a good home of or a, a diehard. Uh, I I have a I have the snake of a diehard Riz Show fan. Uh, so you know why don't I give back to the community all right. and uh, and offer up three? I will forward you all emails that come across. Yes, please that do. Are looking to. <laughs> To grab some guinea pigs. All the housing, all the goods, and all that. Like, um, it's just, it's time. She's gonna, she's gonna uh, retain the rights not to the to bunny. Not to eat Jefferson <laughs> County. Not to eat. No, no. I was no. say uh, Snake Man Fifty Five. <laughs> snake Man Fifty Five just wrote in. He's yeah. interested. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's excited. No he, large snake. Uh, yeah, large owners. snake. Yeah, large snake. Four twenty. That's something different, Scott. These are friends, not food. Uh, but they are incredible. 
I wonder yeah, if Anaconda he's... Dan wants them. <laughs> <laughs> no. Sorry. No. Sorry, I'm not responding to Anaconda <laughs> Dan. And I will, but uh, it, they've already found a home. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. But well, she, she's been incredible with these animals, man. Like, I mean, this was like a responsibility thing for, for these kids. And uh, so impressive. I'm, I'm, I'm so impressed. She's keeping the bunny. She's keeping the money. It's, just too, the guinea pigs. it's too much heaven. I mean, no she's more got rodents a, in the she's house. She's got a zoo in this room, I'm telling you. No more rodents. I, I bet you they stink, too. And they're not, I mean, I, you know what? They probably would, but she's so good at the Ugh. cleanup that um, it doesn't bother us. God, I wonder what my wife would do to me if I showed up with them. Go, with hey, the three of them? Oh, man. Look, she would destroy her. me. It is your anniversary, you know. Maybe it's a good <laughs> gift. This is, this is Chance. This yeah. is Knox. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> the right oh, gift. No. Yeah, man. She would kill me. It is good timing. This good time. I'll wait until for you're who? back. Uh, for your for family. For I'm, your I'm family. not taking guinea pigs. I'll, I'll wait until you're back from vacation. No. Well, if you're trying to get into <laughs> no. rodents, there's no I better. will release them at the farm. Do you need anything done at your house while you're gone, by the way? I, I mean, do you need me to sweep or check on the dogs or do any of that kind of stuff? It, just give me a key or a code to your house. I assure you when you get back, there will not you be three not more welcome. mammals. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, your emails, uh, rishow 1057thepoint.com, or you could send us instant feedback through the 105, uh, 105.7 The Point mobile app. Brought to you by... Big Dick's Brick Mailboxes. Don't suffer from mailbox shame. Be the envy of your neighborhood. Speaking of, uh, this is from Elizabeth. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Headline, Riz Show Serves or Saves a Community. <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for reading my email and bringing uh, a community together. Shortly after your show put out a dildo alert, mm-hmm. it was removed. And this is from yesterday's show. Uh, Elizabeth had, had written us saying at the top of her subdivision, uh, Patriots Landing, out there in O'Fallon, uh, Missouri, there was a sex toy just right there on the street, out there in the open, just abandoned. You know, I'm surprised, like, uh, when an abandoned car is on the side of the road, they, you know, police tie, like, a ribbon around it. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> right. The police didn't a turn p- a ribbon. A little pink ribbon. Didn't put a ribbon a tow truck <laughs> on it. Um, well, somebody said somebody said that they should have gone out there and put the Get Well Soon balloon that to put on raccoons and deer and stuff. Uh, the, the sex toy was removed, my, uh, f- my friend, and I truly believe if it wasn't for your call to action, the portable joystick would still be haunting the neighborhood entrance. The people of Patriots Landing are extremely grateful mm-hmm. as they wake up to a new day without the fear of the synthetic one-eyed snake lurking in the distance. God bless and Godspeed to the entire Riz team. Sincerely, Elizabeth. Well, there you go. And we had put out put out the call. Yeah, we put out the A A P A B V A P V. What what is it? A B A B C. We put out the A B C that there was a wild pleasure piece hit while crossing the road. Chode kill needs to be cleared from O'Fallon, Missouri. Good Samaritan can clear the debris and report back. It would be appreciated. Gloves suggested. Who's brave enough to do it? Here's the coordinates. And uh, we had a lot of people. A lot of people weighed in. A lot of people weighed in. A lot of people went out to uh, to, to try to help. Um, and it looks like somebody maybe, because <laughs> they said that they had to remove the pick because they sent a pick back of them removing it, but they said they had to remove that so they wouldn't be reprimanded. Oh, they were in uniform. For being in uniform. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think a police. I don't think a police uniform. I'm assuming it's sure. like a company. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. Oh, okay, 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 but okay. Thank you, Cameron. Says uh, toys have been removed. And then uh, Sarah said, uh, yes, that's me. I can officially report it has moved on. Uh, its current location is unknown. All we can do is pray that it found a good home. Well, thank you guys yeah. for... Removing it. Do you have something more, Scott? I do. Uh, actually, one of the members of the 2SG, that's his neighborhood. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, he, he claims that he uh, 
He didn't realize he had left it out, and he wished he had had it back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So it's back at But at yeah, home. so went back home. He said he uh, he realized he needed it last night, so I think he got it. But uh, yeah, it was his neighborhood. He was pretty excited to have such All right. excitement a, over there. He's a member of Patriots Landing. Yeah. Look at that. Happy ending. Mm-hmm. Happy, yeah, happy ending, ending, All indeed. the way around. <laughs> Dude. You're getting rid of these guinea pigs. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. We, got some, we got some takers? Rid of these guinea pigs. <laughs> They're cool, too, man. Uh, Especially one, Chance. He's my favorite. Uh, this one is for Moon. Uh, hey, guys, love the show. Um, how does Moon feel about people wearing 314 or St. Louis clothing? You, know, you kind of razz people uh, <clears throat> I do. in the area. Do. Um, you know, it's like clothes you get at a gift shop at a uh, at an airport. Yeah. Um, yeah, I have mixed emotions about it. And I've explained this before because... Um, and 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 this isn't like a I think I'm right. It's it's a this is how I feel. Tell me if I'm in the minority or the majority. And I just remember I have this vivid memory of going into Crestwood Plaza as a young kid, like shortly after this thing opened. And there was like a store in there with like shot glasses with the arch on it and like erasers. And I was like, oh my gosh, mom, this stuff is so cool. I want this eraser and I bought this big eraser with my own money to take to school. It had the arch on it, like the St. Louis mm-hmm. skyline and all this stuff. And I remember my mother, who's a unique person, we all know this, saying, what, do you want to look like a tourist? Like, this is a tourist shop. Like, you live here. What are you doing? Yeah, like where I'm from, you know, New York City, you don't see a New Yorker walk around with, a, with an I Love New York shirt on. Right. That's for tourists. But in St. Louis, you'll see somebody with an I Love St. Louis shirt on, and they're proud of being from St. Louis. Right. So I think that 80s mentality and what my mother put in my in my head, and then traveling the planet— Okay, I travel the planet, so that's going to affect my view. And you only see this kind of stuff where? In the airport gift shops for people that are going, hey, I went to New Orleans. I want a New Orleans Um, shirt. So my view when when this stuff started to really, like, come up and do really well, it just seemed so... It is weird. Unique. It is you. It is unique. This is a unique city for something like that. As somebody said Chicago is the same way. They they do that in Chicago, where I love Chicago stuff. Yeah, and L.A. They have it's trendy. There's certain uh, yes. companies that make L.A. stuff, and it's trendy to wear that throughout town. And- yeah, so I think it's a cultural phenomenon. Now we used to have our sports logos. Yeah. That used to be the thing. Even people that weren't into baseball would wear a Cardinals shirt or a Cardinals hat to show that they're from St. Louis. Same with the Yankees hats and all that kind right. of stuff. So well, there's been a cultural shift, and I'm I'm admitting and I'm acknowledging and I'm accepting that. With that being said, just. Justin's asking, but I guess 314 tattoos are okay? Well, yeah, because... Uh, yeah, because you got a 314 tattoo. Yeah, for, for me, <laughs> so for me, I didn't get a 314 tattoo living in St. Louis, staying in St. Louis to show off St. Louis. I was traveling the planet. I've been gone for 10-something years, and I was in Japan, and uh, I had some space, and, uh, and an artist is a good friend, and he's like, what should we tattoo? And I was like, you know, man, I don't know. I thought but, that was if you were lost, return to the 314. It, it was a, I'm missing home, dude. Like, I want to do, I want to do a home pride tattoo. And they so, had yes. a discount on numbers that day, right? Mm-hmm. So I did the free one, I, I did the 314 uh, uh, tattoo. So yeah, I guess I'm a total hypocrite and everybody's <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm ridiculous. <laughs> I told you I'm ridiculous. I I, I understand. I'm just uh, telling you that it's been, there's been a cultural yeah. shift and it took me a minute. Uh, St. Patrick's Day is on Friday and somebody wrote in uh, saying, hey, not sure if you guys saw this, uh, but a local alcohol distributor teamed up with Lyft to offer Missourians 2,000 free rides on Friday. And they sent a link to this article. Uh, this is from KMOV, a beverage distribution company and Jameson Irish Whiskey are teaming up to offer people in St. Louis free rides on St. Patrick's Day. Breakthrough Beverage and Jameson Irish Whiskey are teaming up to offer 2,000 free lift rides in St. Louis, Kansas City, and Columbia, and Springfield from 2 p.m. to 2 a.m. 
So that's Friday into Saturday. Awesome. Very nice. Riders awesome. must use the code BBGSTPAT23. Whoa, say that again. BBG. BBGSTPAT. So BB would be Breakthrough Beverage. Okay. Saint I don't know what GS is. St. Pat's. BBG. Yeah, BBG. St. Pat 23. That's awesome. Breakthrough's good people. Good people, a lot of good well, that's, people. That's there. that's pretty nice of them to do that. Yeah, please take James, advantage Jameson, of that if you if you need to uh, need to get a ride. The Jameson people and everybody over there, good good people. Thank you for looking out. Yeah, that's very good. Nice. That's very nice of you. Um, talking yesterday about a gentleman from New Haven, New, New Haven, Haven, Connecticut, Missouri. New Haven, oh, Missouri. Okay, lovely town. I drive through there quite often. Um, he uh, got a vasectomy. He needs to take his uh, sample to the lab. Oh <laughs> yeah. So ticking time bomb here, you know, the sample's got to be at the lab within an hour. The lab is an hour and a half away. What should he do? Now, we offered up some advice. Um, this emailer says, I worked at a lab for a couple of years. People don't ask to use the bathroom. People just go to their cars. We had a couple who went into the bathroom together. We're in there for a good 20 minutes, came out, and the guy came right up to the front and said, there there you, you go. go. <laughs> ah. So that's common. I told, I told okay. you. I told you. He says, I advise to ask the doctor, yeah, like the doctor's suggest. office, if that's okay. Yeah, the place, remember the, the, the one that in question that Rafe was giving me all the trouble about or whatever? Like, they didn't care. They, 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 I'm, I'm, like, they didn't, I felt like they didn't even care about the patient. They're like, get, get out of here. We're not yeah. here to help you. Uh, now, so, the other, the a good doctor's office, though, is going to have either a place for you or a suggestion or. I think know, a, great, a great way to do this privately and to find out if it's still working or not is just to have time with your loved one there and wait nine months to see if anything happened. Mm, and it's yeah. a good way to test to make sure that, it's that's working. That's a good or test. Not. Yeah, that's the safe way. Yeah, that's good. That that works. <laughs> yeah, I don't think those places that you would hear about that have like the specialty rooms because I, I I had a doctor's uh, I had a doctor who had an office like that that had a special room with the movies with all that kind of stuff. Like this was like incredible space. I don't know if those really exist as much anymore. You know, I don't those those specialty offices, those those boutique sort of real nice, big offices. I'm I'm not sure that's yeah. a that's a, a thing that can survive. Or, right or now. if you or if you need to uh, use maybe a patient room, like uh, I guess you, you know, could ask, like an exam room. Like, yeah, let me just use this room for I need uh, two and a half minutes. The problem is most of these places aren't they're not attached to the doctor's office. They're yeah, they're labs. They're just the lab. Yeah, yeah they're labs. Um, hey, guys, I am the owner of a small cottage bakery in South County. I was wondering if you would all be interested in some Ted Lasso-themed treats to celebrate Season 3 being released today. Uh, Ted Lasso biscuits, uh, and she attached a picture, uh, have been one of my uh, most popular items the past couple of years. The biscuits from... Uh, that, yeah, from Season 1. Yeah, that Ted... From Episode oh, 1. that he was making ...brings for... the boss. Yeah. yeah. That was like the key component to their relationship build. Yeah. That was a cool concept. Uh, I got. Oh, I guess last season she delivered some up here. We weren't here that day. Oh, uh, man! If we had only known. Yeah. Uh, that is from. Uh, well, thank you, thank you for the offer. Uh, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Uh, you, you don't need to do that. You don't need to bring it up. I'll I'll, I'll plug your place. It's Amanda for uh, from for serious sweets. For serious. For sweets. serious sweets. For well, thank you, serious. thank you very much for the offer. Amanda. Great idea doing those, uh, doing those style things with the with the Ted Lasso loop in. That's brilliant. Yeah, and finally, uh, over the weekend, uh, my boyfriend and I had breakfast. This was a Sunday, 
And this is from Tiffany. There was an employee whistling the whole time we were there. I kept telling my boyfriend, maybe he got laid or something. Couldn't happen to him last night. And then it started getting to me. The guy would not stop whistling. <laughs> and made our breakfast date underwhelming. I completely understand how you felt about the previous employee who would whistle constantly. It's annoying my boyfriend complaining even more annoying. I wonder if he was a good whistler. I wonder if uh, what it was like to eat food from Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> I wonder if it was that dude that used to work here. Now he works at the breakfast Maybe, yeah, man. Because I guarantee you, wherever he is at 6 a.m., he's whistling. Yeah, we used to have a guy that worked here that would whistle <laughs> down the hallway, and it got to a point where I had to say something. I go, you got to stop. You got to stop whistling. You're killing me. Which, which is totally fine, and I bet you that happens a lot, but typically not from people that don't know your name. <laughs> Because Riz didn't know this guy's name. Man. So well, not, yeah. not only did he not, not only did he say, you got to stop it. He said it to a guy that he didn't know. <laughs> Nobody wants to hear whistling at 430 in the morning. I don't, I, I understand what you're saying, but it's a totally different scene that you can paint here. If it's, if it's Randy Carricker and he's a whistling and you go, Randy, you got to, you got to stop whistling. You're driving me crazy. It's totally different when this some is more guy. Of a, this is more of a, hey, dude, you're killing me. <laughs> you got to stop whistling. It got to the point where his nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, I like remember. oh, I couldn't concentrate on anything else but this guy whistling. Well, we talked about it for probably two solid weeks before you even said anything. All of us. Yeah, and I, I, I thought I was pretty good about it. Like, hey, maybe he'll stop. <laughs> and then it got to the point where I'm like, dude, you're killing, you're killing me. And stop whistling. Shortly thereafter, he, he's no longer employed. And that was not my doing. Oh, okay, okay, sure. That was not my doing. Sure. Don't put that. That was not my doing. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. All right, a real quick sports next. Yo, this is Tommy Davidson. You're listening to The Rizzuto Show. And by the way, happy birthday, Riz. I know uh, you fellas in here are not uh, not real boozers, not drinkers, but uh, have you ever uh, drunk shopped before? Like shopped when you're drunk? Oh, yeah. like Amazon. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much every evening on tour. Bus, oh, yeah. stop, bus stops at a truck stop or a Walmart, and you go, well, hell, i got yeah. nothing else to do. I'll, yeah. <laughs> pa- I'll pause the game or the movie, and I'll walk in, and I'll wander around hammered. Uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. And you kind of wind up with some, some like wacky stuff. Yeah, comedians, rock stars, everybody that's that's on the uh, on the road is drunk shopping about three, four nights a week. Well, now at home, you know, you don't have to be a rock star or a comedian or a road traveler. The drunk shop, you could hammer it at home and just hit the couch and pull up Amazon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It is a lot safer now. Right. A lot safer. Or or is it more dangerous? Um <laughs> so the question is, have you ever hit up a store on the walk back from happy hour, later blame booze for a purchase? <laughs> so 17% of Americans have admitted to shopping while under the influence over the past year. And on average, a drunk shopper will spend 309 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the most commonly bought item when you're hammered? What do you think it is? Food. It's, nope. TV? Food would be fourth. Guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> Guinea pigs. Uh, Shoes. Sho- oh, uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, also shoes. think about this. Shoes are hot right now. Anytime you go to a fancy shop or a boutique or something like that, they what do they always offer you? Champagne. They always try to yeah, loosen you up a little bit. Yeah, spend some of that I'm money. I'm sorry. The stores shoes. I go to do not offer champagne. No, Walmart. Which Walmart <laughs> are you going to? No, you know he's talking about. You're talking about the LA scene. Yeah, well, you're talking well, about just like any high end luxury Rodeo spot. Drive. I'm sure. Yeah. If you, I'm sure at Plaza Frontenac. Yeah, I've never been in. 
Oh, so no. I, I, no, I feel like I, I, I feel like I have to have a certain amount, and this is just me. I feel like I have to have a certain amount in my bank account, which I have never had that particular amount uh, to go in those walls. Like I'm not, I'm like, for me, I don't, I'm not allowing myself to see it until, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I just feel like, and it's probably and nothing of what I'm expecting. I mean, it's, it's, it's no, it's an, it's a nice mall. Yeah. And it's high end. Oh, I'm sure. It's like I said, I'm, I'm imagining it's something that it's not, but I don't get to prove myself wrong until a certain point. I'm not going in there. Okay. I don't get yeah, to see it's it. It's St. Louis luxury. It's, I mean, so think it's about this, though. That's nice. There, yeah. are, there are people outside of the city that have seen pictures of some of our malls, even Crestwood Plaza mm -hmm. when it was you know, deteriorating and all that, those famous pictures. I've never even seen pictures of Plaza Frontenac. Uh, shoes, clothes, accessories, and food. Uh, then you got your, uh, your cigarettes and gambling, you know, while mm -hmm. drunk. Mm -hmm. More alcohol. <laughs> 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 and uh, the the biggest drunk drunk purchase I ever made. I, I've talked about this before. Do you, do you remember what it was? Can you tell me wh what year? This was 2019. Oh my gosh! Okay. Oh, when you drove over and got that new Jeep. No, I was I'm perfectly sober for that. <laughs> uh, 2019. 2019 online. Uh, yes. Man, was it like a? It wasn't a vacation. Uh, I, I, you know what? I probably made the purchase in 2018 for a 2019 thing. So it was a vacation. No, it wasn't a vacation. Oh man! Oh, a hot air balloon ride. Hammered. Parasailing. Hammered, and we bought season tickets for the Fox Theater. Oh, that's uh, right. <laughs> I, you know what? I don't remember it being a hammered. And you were I hammered. I don't remember that association. Oh yeah, you I remember went so many times. I remember you being really excited. Who were our friends, Lori and Doug? I remember you being really hammer. excited for a brief period. Mm -hmm. And then you went, wait, is that what, what I have do? we done? <laughs> How many did you go to? He, well, he got he got a get out of jail free card. The yeah, universe the pandemic said, hit. The universe said, well, everything else is going risotto right now, so we'll just make a global pandemic. Yeah, we got our money for we got our money back for most of the most of, we, we went to go see uh, Wicked, which was good. That's great. Uh, Is that about Boston or something? What was the one with the uh, the kid with the broken arm? Um, they made a movie out of it. Uh, Evan, Dear Evan oh, Hansen. The, the baseball movie. Dear Evan Hansen. Oh. We saw that. Okay. Um, I know the kids and my wife went to go see something that I was not available for. You didn't even get to see Phantom? No, we bought it for Hamilton. Oh, you didn't get to see that? No, they canceled it. We saw that. My mother-in-law took us to that, and holy smokes, it is worth it. Like, yeah, we're out. gonna go. Yeah, we're gonna go to the theater all the time, guys. Yeah, so the, let's buy these tickets. So the global pandemic really is your fault. I mean, you know, the whatever, the universe, whatever. The universe was helping you self-correct your your drunken mistake. Yeah. Hey, speaking of money, if your uh, if your brother-in-law or somebody at work, you know, asks you to fill out a March Madness bracket, you know, in some kind of pool, don't worry about not being an expert. It's not gonna help much because it's basically impossible. And we kind of talked about this yesterday. The odds of finishing with a perfect March Madness bracket, <sighs> guessing all the games correctly, is one in one hundred twenty billion. That's assuming that's assuming you know something about college basketball going on. One in one hundred and twenty wow. billion. Are you sure you're counting the zeros right? Yes, and considering how all the teams are seated. Okay, that that's if you know a little something. That's not even a real number. Now, if you're a non-fan. Who just guesses based based on something arbitrary like flipping a coin? The odds go to one in nine point two quintillion. 
Oh, man. Also, not a real number. I don't even know how many zeros Quintillion would have. But in the words of Dumb and Dumber, so you're saying there's a chance you still win. You have yeah. better odds of winning the Powerball with two consecutive tickets than getting a perfect bracket. Wow. That's well, wild. And you have, you, have, you have better odds that a family of four will all get hit by lightning separately in their lifetime. But people, <laughs> but people still do win their money, right? You, you, right? Win, you win things? Yeah, you could win things. I'm not exactly sure how it works. I'm, I'm still new to the, so, to the game and just kind of getting excited. So to put it in perspective, there is a 1 in 10,000 chance you'll get injured by a toilet in your lifetime. <laughs> so there are better odds that the same family of four all get hurt by a toilet than picking a perfect bracket. And no one, no one has officially submitted a perfect bracket ever. The longest streak of perfection was a neuropsychologist from Ohio who managed to pick the winner in the first 49 games in 2019 correctly. There are 63 games in total. 49? He got He got 49, 49 correct. So nobody has ever officially submitted a perfect bracket. So the guy that got forty nine, where does that where does that leave him? Does it matter if he if he got nothing right after that? What like did do you have any stats on did he win money? Did he? I'm win? sure he did because he picked you know the teams going on. Okay, so that's how you you kind of pay out each each time the bracket breaks down, depending on what kind of pool you're in. Is it too late to do one of these? No, no, it really isn't too late. So the first four games have already started, ah. but but most people count the official 63 games in the bracket, and those start tomorrow. So you still have a chance to fill a bracket out. Cool. I think I can do it perfect. I feel it this year. So just fill it out for fun, and who knows, maybe you get lucky and everybody in your family will trip over a toilet and get struck by lightning. One in nine quintillion. Yeah. All right, real quick, sports. It's time for a Rizzuto Show sports update. Powered by Victory Men's Health. Raise your game. Visit VictoryMensHealth.com. So, men's college basketball, first four yesterday. Southeast Missouri State lost last night. And I watched the game a little bit because I was pulling for them. Uh, they lost last night to Texas A&M Corpus Christi. 75 to, to 71. Uh, that is a Texas A&M's um, first NCAA tournament win in program history. So they will play number one overall seed, Alabama, <laughs> tomorrow. Easy game. All right, so the big NFL rumor is that Aaron Rodgers is going to go to what team? Does anybody know? Aaron Rodgers, the, the rumor was Saints? At the Jets. Jets. Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. They say it's it's pretty much a done deal. Uh, if he does go to the Jets, he would like to be surrounded by some of his uh, buddies. So he has presented the Jets with a wish list of free agents that he would like them to pursue and acquire. So according to ESPN, his list includes Odell Beckham Jr., Randall Cobb, and Packers teammate Mercedes Lewis and Alan Lazard. Uh, Rodgers and, and Odell Beckham have never played together, but are, are buddies. Uh, Beckham is still looking for a team after missing all of last season due to a torn ACL and strain negotiations. He is free to sign with any team. And to showcase his readiness, Odell held a workout for teams on Friday in Arizona. The Jets were there. Uh, free agency started, and everybody's waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make his move. And finally, do you remember former Dodger pitcher Trevor Bauer? Trevor yeah, Bauer. he got in trouble a little yeah, bit. Yeah, do you remember the story there? Yeah, he supposedly, he was into uh, like the BDSM stuff. Well, he won the Cy Young back in 2020. Then the next year, a woman accused him of sexually assaulting her. Like some bad stuff. He never was charged with anything. But then at least two other women came forward and also accused him of doing weird things. 
he has denied everything, but he wound up being suspended for 324 games. By the league? Or by, by the, the league. league. That's two seasons. Two full seasons. The Dodgers released him back in January. Anyway, he's now going to go to Japan to play. Wow. He was. And he, he when he was playing, I mean, good pitcher. He was just signed uh, to pitch for the Yokohama Diné Bay Stars of the Nippon Professional Baseball League. Wow. I mean, that's like, that's the next best thing, I, I think, as far as league leagues go for baseball. That's pretty huge out there, huh? It's huge. Is that where uh, Tom Selleck went to play, Mr. Baseball? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Think so. <laughs> MPL. Yeah, because he's always, he's walking around going, Domo, 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 I got that. Uh, one, one real quick thing in wrestling news. The Bella Twins, I know Scott's upset about this. Mm -hmm. The Bella Twins are leaving the WWE uh. to start a new chapter and will now formally go by their real names. Bree and Nikki Garcia. Uh, they're leaving the WWE after 15 years. Uh, man, they were huge. Uh, do you know the names? The, the Bella Twins? Um, I mean, only, yeah, huge only from you guys. Huge stars in, in, in the sports and entertainment world since their debut back in uh, 2007. All right, that's your sports. One final break. We'll come, uh, we'll come back, wrap her up. The Rizzuto Show. That is it for us. Donnie Fandango is next. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, tomorrow on the program, uh, Freak of the Week with Liv. Also, uh, Burke Kreischer will join us. That guy's got a lot going on. So we'll talk to Burke Kreischer tomorrow. Liv will be here for Kreischer's Freak of the Week. All right, today's Pappy's Recappy. Brought to you by Pappy's Smokehouse, celebrating 15 years locally owned, world famous. Two locations, including Highway 70 and Mid River Small Drive in St. Peter's. Everything we covered on the show today, Riz News, Crap on Celebrities, we uh, figured out the, uh, the, uh, the, the mystery that we put out in, o in O'Fallon yesterday. You know, that, 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 that phallic uh, piece of uh, road debris <laughs> yeah. was clear. We have an update. Apparently, there were two phallic yeah. pieces of road <laughs> one debris. One for here, one for woo. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> two different uses. Uh, two different what, is somebody uses. like a sex toy dump at the, I at don't the top know. of that subdivision? So apparently somebody went up there to get the first one, or the you know the, the one that we thought was there and we had pictured, and they said that one was gone, but there was a different one there. So it was like a give a sex toy, take a sex toy? Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That's sweet. Uh, thank you for all the help, though, with all the uh, the weirdos out there that, yes. that helped out with that. Thank you. Uh, follow us on our socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Up on the blog today, by the way, you can find out how many times you can wear pajamas, jeans, shirts, all of it without washing them. There are rules, so we posted them. 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Today, the podcast is called Fear of the Synthetic One-Eyed Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. All right. Anything else? we got a meeting to do. Uh, yeah. So today we have a, uh, we're, we're, we're interviewing Nico Joachini, number 11, our forward on uh, St. Louis City SC, on our Soccer 101 podcast with myself and Michelle Smallman. It should be released uh, later today. We had a hard time getting him on the phone yesterday. We, we missed him just before he got in the shower. So today, <laughs> today he will be. We're uh, in the shower? Yeah. We were like, where is he? And they're like, oh, man, I'm sorry. He, just got, he just got in the shower. I was like, oh, okay, we'll wait. <laughs> Anyways, we're talking to him today. I'm really excited. Uh, i got a lot of questions to ask the guy. I think he's fantastic, and that will be released later today. Right, thank you. Uh, King Scott? I think I'm good. All right. Moment. We leave you with a selection from our Team Riz member of the day, which is brought to you by Hotshot Sports Bar and Grill. Proud sponsor, Team Riz. Visit hotshotsnet.com slash Team Riz from Catawissa, Missouri. Robert Ruzica is our Team Riz member of the day. Yay! The Rizzuto Show Podcast, powered by Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers. Your best choice for quality tires and expert auto service. Dobbs.